Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. My name is Rich, and as always, I'm joined by my good buddy, Tax Williams. It's Christmas Eve Eve, and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. Christmas Eve Eve, and I've only wrapped two fucking presents, and I hate... Ah, blink. (laughs) Ah, the weather outside is frightful, and the podcast is so delightful. Do you remember singing that? I, I definitely don't. <laughs> you sang that, oh, I think it was last year. It might have been the year before, but like regularly, I'll think about the podcast and I'll be like, where are outside? It's been stuck in my head for excess of a year. I remember the last SCPW show um, that mm. me and Coach Wicked did an Angle in the Ring. And I ended up hugging him. And for some reason, I was like, I think I'm just going to sing really loudly because this one with the power went off. <laughs> And I think I said it was something like, you're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes. You feel like heaven to touch. I want to tag with you so much. <laughs> That's excellent. Excellent work. Uh, can we start this pod this week by saying we have very much fixed audio issues from last week? I can only apologize for Bill Gates's update, my terrible internet, yeah. and my general being. It's, it sucks that we have to do these remotely for a little bit. COVID sucks, everything, et cetera, et cetera. Merry Christmas, everyone. But it's so nice to be able to hear you again. It's going to be so much more fluid this week, I hope. <laughs> so we are doing WWE ECW's <laughs> December to Dismember. I refuse to call it ECW because it is fucking not. Well, before we get started, Rich, so this is from 2006. But can mm, you remember? December 2006. Can you remember when the last December to Dismember was? Isn't it a WCW thing? Is no, that a thing? it was ECW, no, December to Dismember, 1995. Headlines. I didn't even know they'd done more than one. Oh, well, that's, I, that's why I bought it up. Because I thought, mm. you know what? Because I'm so used to going back through and what happened on SmackDown after pitifully having to deal with Monday Night Raw from 2014. But let mm. me read you down the card. Of what we dealt everything, with. Everything is being judged against Raw 2014 now. I've almost tried to stop saying it, but it's, it's factual. It's like the worst wrestling that's ever existed. <laughs> well, we have a nine-match card. We are pretty much 11 years prior to the show we're covering. We opened with the Dudley brothers, Bubba Ray Dudley and Dances with Dudley, with Dick Dudley, Ooh, Chubby Dudley, Dudley and Sign Guy Dudley. Defeating the bad crew of Dog and Rose with Damien Kane and Lady Alexandra. We had Taz with Bill Alfonso defeating. With one Z, right? With one Z, of course, the correct way to spell mm-hmm. Taz. With, Bill Al- <laughs> with crooked referee Bill Alfonso defeating El Puerto Requeno by submission. Hack Myers defeated Bruiser Mastino by pinfall. Then we had everyone's favorite finishing tag team, the Eliminators. Total Elimination! Defeating the Pitbulls. Pitbull 1 and Pitbull 2, of course. Would you believe it? We've got Raven against Dreamer. Raven with Bueller. um, Beating Tommy Dreamer by technical knockout. JT Smith defeated Tony Stetson. Then our triple... Sorry, three-way dance for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship, Rich. It's the Sandman with Woman defeating Mikey Whipwreck, who's the current champion, and Steve Austin... By pinfall to win the gold. Then, oh, what a tag match, Rich. If, you, if anyone could go back and find this and watch it. Public enemy of Johnny Grunge and Rocco Rock, the shittest tag team and the hardest not working tag team in the world, <laughs> defeated 
Gigolo, Jimmy Del Rey, and Dr. Tom Pritchard, the heavenly bodies. Nice. And then our main yeah, ECW had a lot of kind of imports like that coming in that people don't really realize, I think. And then our main event, featuring most of the people who we'd seen already on the card, it was the ultimate Jeopardy steel cage match. It was Dreamer, the Public Enemy, and the Pitbulls against Raven, the Heavenly Bodies, the Eliminators, and Stevie Richards. Double duty for everyone. Gotta get paid, boys. <laughs> so I hear you ask, what is an ultimate Jeopardy steel cage match, Rich? Well, what is an uppity Jeopardy steel cage match tax? <laughs> it's interesting that even 11 years later, we've got a really shitty gimmicky main event, which we'll get to shortly. But Rich, the ultimate Jeopardy steel cage match was basically the participant. Every, each wrestler had a, a stipulation that would be implemented if they were pinned. So whoever beat Raven, if someone pinned Raven, they'd get Beulah for a week. If anyone oh. pinned Dreamer... <laughs> okay. <yeah>. Okay. <laughs> if anyone pinned Dreamer, Dreamer would have to have his head shaved. I mean, that seems fair compared to like, you know, <laughs> having someone's missus. <laughs> oh my Lord. Okay. Yep. If, uh, the pit, if Public Enemy lost, or if one of them got pinned, they'd have to wrestle each other. Oh, oh no. <laughs> If the Pitbulls, one of the Pitbulls lost, Pit 1 or Pitbull 2, they'd be forced to split up forever, and whoever beat them would get Francine for a week. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The, the Eliminators would have to be forced to leave ECW, and their manager at the time, Jason, would have to have his head shaved. He's got the clap. Yeah. If Stevie Richards lost, he'd have to be locked in the cage for five minutes with all the members of the opposing team. Sounds like a weekend with Beulah. <laughs> Sorry couldn't help myself and i didn't understand this and i'm only going from the uh the duplication of where i found this the heavenly body stipulations was all stipulations for their team would be enforced don't even know what that means i mean that sounds a little convoluted you know some would suggest it was but you know <sighs> stevie richards took the pin i think where's my notes <laughs> I mean, full of information, like, yeah, I'm not sure how useful this is to this show, but well, I, that is, is a December to December, correct? It's, a, it's 11 years ago, and this is the nine-match card we have with a main event, which is clunky and in a cage. Oh, and that's what you're doing here. we go there. And also, the attendance for this event was 1,000 at the ECW Arena. I bet it was fun. You know, it's uh, ECW is one of my favorite things in wrestling's history for sure it's um looking back at it with compared to modern standards it's it doesn't hold up quite as well but the shows we've covered and especially like 95 6 7 almost into 8 as well it's really really fun the booking is outstanding i love it. i love this time period for wrestling and this is the good thing about an ECW show from back in the day. It was just chaos, which was yeah. the fun part of it. But then we get to WWE CW times. Their mm. first ECW only pay-per-view. Mm. <laughs> mm. We'll get to that shortly. And uh, I think on the network, this was still branded TV 14. Okay, yeah which is odd for the network, because I don't think, I still think they were PG back in 2006. And I also, doing some Mm. research, and again, I don't know if it's for us, but apparently, on Peacock, 
Uh, there is an S for sexual content. Oh, nice. For our show we're covering today for our Christmas Wait, special. You're talking about December to December? Oh, yeah. All right, cool. So December to December 2006. Is it, is it so it's got like sexual content and stuff? Well, I guess one of the matches has its moments. There are certainly things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry, I lost you a little bit there, but <laughs> you're correct. So we're at the James Brown Arena in Augusta, Georgia. What an amazing place. An ECW heartland. <laughs> yeah. It's not the best place for an ECW pay-per-view, but this is not ECW, so it's okay. This is WWE ECW. We are live on pay-per-view. Obviously, I watched this on the network. I'm assuming you did as well. I did indeed. And I also remember watching this live at the yeah, time. Yeah, me too. I mean, I adored the one-night stand pay-per-views. They were so refreshing at the time. It's just what wrestling needed, a kick up the arse and a bit of extremity, a bit of like letting the boys be the boys almost, you know what I mean? And that's a generic term, but yeah, I'm sure you understand what I'm getting at here because it was so scripted and so just like, here's generic, big, badly tattooed, white meat baby faces, <laughs> all the main events in WWE because it was no competition. Like, um, the... What did you think of all the one night stand stuff? Big fan, I'm assuming. Really big fan. Like even like the original ECW, real my advent of like internet fandom as well. Mm, and then sure. Paul, ha- and this was at the same time that Matt Hardy, Edge, Lita, Love Triangle, and the Paul Heyman promo with like, ah, oh, Bradshaw bounce checks, blah blah. The only reason Triple <laughs> you've been the longest reigning SmackDown champion of all time is because Triple H doesn't want to work Tuesdays. <laughs> sure, man. There's so much fun stuff on those shows. Um. The WWE ECW adaption of their TV show, though, you know, Tuesday nights ECW, I guess it was called, they didn't have a name for the show ever, I don't think, was um, poor at best, I would suggest. Let's debut on the sci-fi channel with The Zombie getting the shit kicked Mm. out of him by The Sandman, where they didn't even pay for the rights for Metallica. Yeah, and it was kind of downhill from there. There was kind of moments, you know, they introduced CM Punk, for example, and Heyman managed to drag a few people through. Like they brought across the Pope from TNA, Elijah Burke, and all that sort of stuff. Who, well, he he was he was in ECW before TNA, so he used this as a platform. He didn't he wasn't big till he left WWECW. Right. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, so he went to TNA after this. Yeah. So he was. I think he was one of the oh. FCW boys or the OVW okay. boys. Awesome. Oh, the principal's still there. They're still bringing people up and like getting faces on screen. But I think one of the biggest mistakes they ever made was keeping most of the old ECW guys on the show. If they just started from scratch and gone, right, let's just do a show that's kind of like ECW but with fresh faces and one or two top guys like your Rob Van Dams and stuff. But bringing in Hack and even like Sabu and like Tommy Dreamer and stuff, like especially like the FBI as well, like, it always felt a bit, ah, we've seen this and it's 10 years on and they're not quite the wrestlers they were previously, you know? It was sad and like we saw, we see it with balls as well on this show. Do a leapfrog yeah. balls. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I will say, I think balls is a hell of a worker, but yeah, maybe not in his best state in the show for sure. That, yeah, and I think that sums it all up to a T. It would have been good had they taken the ECW concept with modern wrestlers rather than chaps who had definitely had their better days in the rings. Yeah, 
So I said, this is the first WWE CW branded pay-per-view. Uh, how do you think Heyman got this past Vince? Or do you think this was Vince's idea? Or how do you think this came about? Because it seems crazy that they would do their own standalone pay-per-view almost. I get the impression it was like, oh, but Vince, look, we've got our own TV show. Let me prove to you ECW can draw money. Oops. Yeah. Because... The attendance for this is 4,800, which is quite small for a pay-per-view, but the arena isn't big either, and it's not really ECW heartland, as we've said. It's, it seems like an odd choice. Um, I will say the commentary tonight is Joey Styles and Taz with two Zs, boo. But Joey Styles... <laughs> really nice. Genuinely, like the commentary for me on this, including when you could tell Joey and Taz are like, oh, this is not going well. You could tell it on the commentary and some of the in-jokes that they're having is delightful to have. And a Spanish yeah. announced team for ECW, so that was nice as well. Sure. So we've got, uh, what is it? It's, I wrote it down somewhere. It's Carlos Cabrera and what's his name? Hugo Savinovich. Oh boy, tri- brutal, brutal. <laughs> exactly. And it was brutal, brutal to watch this. Yeah, not in the old hardcore ECW way. It was just a bit brutal. <laughs> I think anyone listening to this has probably seen this pay-per-view. Yeah, and this is one of, if not the lowest buy rates WWE pay-per-views they've ever done. I think I was reading somewhere, is it like 90,000 buys? Yeesh, that's it's not great. Not great at all. But in fairness to them, it was really nice that they bought like the old circular video screen, which they used to use in the old Bad Blood pay-per-views, to have as a bauble for December to dismember. So that's a nice start. Okay, so let's talk about this branding a little bit. Oh, yeah. Christmas ECW, so baubles and sparklies and circular screens and Father Christmas hats and stuff, but ECW, so razor wire and barbed wire and stuff, it's uh, it's, it's strange branding. Not the ECW I'm familiar with. I mean, considering back for December to Dismember, like the advert for it was um, like Sandman's arm coming th- through the top of a chimney covered in barbed wire with a kendo stick. Sorry, a Singapore sure. cane from back, uh, a, a candy cane uh, from Christmas purposes. Yeah, yeah. It, it was very much, it was nice to have the staging, but the ECW branding for what was, you know, it's, it's a clear distinction. This is WWE's vision of what extreme championship wrestling should be. Yeah, and... um. I think we'll get into the uh, main event stipulation and relative to ECW and stuff when we get to it. But it's it's very convoluted, to say the least. I think that's a fair way of putting it. Agreed. Okay, so um, let's get to our opening video package. So it's pretty iffy kind of video editing here. It's not quite WWE sort of standards, even in 2006. Like, honestly, it felt a little TNA. Except worse. Yeah, lots of just, I uh, just fade that into that and have a bit of black and white. And oh, here's a random video effect. It's like they had the junior editor do this for them or some leftover from the original ECW that didn't know how to use the equipment or something. It was, I, I come to expect of higher standards of WWE, you know? Low budget school project. I think if, if someone had, like, if someone's at college and they did this for their college project, I think like their lecturer would be like, pretty good effort, good first try. Yeah, it's a solid pass, you know what I mean? It's not a fail, Yeah, but it's you expect a bit better from a pay-per-view production. Good thing there were only 90,000 buys. <laughs> Think about okay, it. I'll just so. put it in perspective, right? So whoever worked on the intro package, 
Mm-hmm. Less people have seen that intro package than see your average video for WrestleTalk. Yeah, seen our daily videos. Bloody hell. Okay, so we do about 100,000 views a day. So that's just on the news. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So if you think about something... That does put it into edit, perspective, actually. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you edit something that for a daily web show based on YouTube has seen more than mm. this pay-per-view, you know, it's... Uh, adds up, mate. <laughs> the, the little uh, video essay we did on Parts of Unknown about Hangman Page's story in AEW has done more views than this pay-per-view did live. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty nuts. Okay, so the voiceover is brilliant. And so it cuts from the generic voiceover guy. It's very WWE sounding. But it's also got Paul Heyman's voice in it. So for the first time in a while, we could do the intro together. (laughs) So I'm going to do the voiceover guy and you can do Heyman, all right? Okay, let's go for it. Okay, so the voiceover guy is like, six men will enter. Didn't know Brooke Hogan was here tonight. (laughs) Nice. Start, Start strong. Start strong. Knowing they will suffer the unimaginable Brooke, Brooke Hogan. <laughs> Torturing their souls, sacrificing their bodies. Confined in a chamber that knows no mercy. Wrong paper. Oh, Brooke's vagina. <laughs> Endangering their very careers. Hanging out with Brooke. Uh, trapped in a structure more extreme than ever. Brooke's vagina. <laughs> Imprisoned inside the pods, each with a weapon, her arsehole and her vagina. With instruments of destruction. Hogan's cock. Metal chairs, WCW's crowbar, table, barbed wire baseball bat. They will be detained until only one man is left. Inside the chamber, Brooks' vagina. It's total anarchy, Brooks' vagina. Then everyone gets a quote here. So Punk goes, oh, I want to win the chamber. (laughs) Big Show goes, I want to win the chamber. And Sabu goes, (laughs) because he doesn't talk. Even though they made him talk. They're like, why did you make Sabu talk, you bunch of wankers? Anyway, so VO guy goes, to become the ECW world champion. WWE, ECW world champion. Inside. The time has come to steal their fate. Not sure that sentence makes sense. It will be a December to dismember. Let the, the bodies, bodies hit, hit the floor. floor. Let, Let the, the bodies, bodies hit, hit the, the floor. floor. Let the bodies hit the <laughs> floor. <laughs> the best bit of the pay-per-view it's got let the body sit the floor is the music it's great all hail drowning pool i love that album such a sad they have an album poor singer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it is sad isn't it like how did he die was it drugs i think like i think if memory serves me correctly he choked on his own vomit after a hideous drink and drugs binge well super rock and roll very ecw i'll give him a chant ec dub ec dub which because they they went and played like drowning pool they also did um was it tear away was one of the songs they played live at a wwe show but i can't remember if it was a mania or not i think it might i think you're overestimating my knowledge of drowning pool i know they had a song (laughs) called let the body sit the floor all in that asylum slash hospital building for the music video very nice absolutely but i'm pretty sure they did something at a mania 18 or 19 so they've got a history of wwe so of course they're going to wheel them out for ecw well they're one of the limp biscuit kid rock saliva bands so how they dare worked. they would have done a lot more limp biscuit how a completely I? different level to drowning pool <laughs> no they're wwe bands they're just like you know I, me and my friends um oh god what was his name 
brilliant. <laughs> Jazz, there you go. Sorry. Bad memory. Did a lot of bad stuff when I was younger. <laughs> so anyway, my friend Gaz and me had this idea that we'd make a band, right? And we would just write songs of the names of the WWE pay-per-views to sell them the songs. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Just, just, just take saliva songs. Just take like Limp Biscuit songs to change the words. No mercy. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> be great. Is this the chap who uh, was watching Mania at your house once and then almost threw up over your cat? Nah, that was Dean. He did throw <laughs> up on my cat. He didn't almost. He did definitively throw up on my cat. I spent the night cleaning my cat with wet wipes. She was not happy. <laughs> and he, he, I, he never lived that down, by the way. Every single time we'd walk in the pub and he'd be there, but like, all right, cat puka. <laughs> or something to that extent. Now, I asked you this question before we, uh, we start reviewing the show. Before mm. watching December to December, what have you said you would have spent two and a quarter hours enjoying watching this show or would you prefer to spend two and a quarter hours uh, cleaning puke off your cat well, well <laughs> hmm interesting uh playing with the cat though would be fun even though it is puking like cleaning puke off them you still get to hang out with the cat this show is bad but funny at times <laughs> so this is tna levels of bad um i'd say it's funnier than tna was <laughs> like well, bad well, funny you know when we get to Matt Stryker's ring gear. Hmm. There's a certain... Because I've let it go that how badly they ran this version of ECW, Like I don't care about it at all. Like I, I wanted TNA to be good. I want WWE to be good. I know this is shit. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I really enjoyed watching it, knowing that I don't care about it. It's like I've gone beyond the point of wanting WWE to do anything ECW good ever again because this was so horrific. So I managed to really enjoy this show. This was a good... And also, because we're so used to watching three-hour Raws, watching a pay-per-view that went far yeah. too short in real like, life... Just over two hours is ridiculously short for a pay-per-view. <laughs> especially when you've got six people to enter the main event. Like most Brit Rare shows are longer than this. <laughs> and it's have higher attendance. It's a WWE pay-per-view, dude. Like, it's not. It's a WWE CW pay-per-view. It's, mm, it's As long as you don't call it an ECW pay-per-view, we're fired. Because it's not. So this was also so, the thing that got me about this show. So they're touting mm. it's going, it's an ECW brand pay-per-view. So our it's opening match... Not, but okay. ECW brand, I guess you can get away with, yeah. But then our opening match um, features four people who aren't on the ECW brand. Mate. <laughs> The whole fucking thing's a complete mess. So we get green and red spooty bang bang pyro shoots off from the very Christmassy scaffolding based stage. Razor blade WWE ECW logos, not the original ECW logos, which is awesome. The shitty razor blade thing they did, I was like, Ugh, always hated it. In memorandum of mass transit appeared at the front of the show. I mean, uh, yeah, there's so many stupid things. Like, why would you want a razor blade with your fucking logo <laughs> for your wrestling company? This is your PG-14 or whatever it is, you know? Well, you know, time to shave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're 14, yeah, maybe. Melina's so. <laughs> here, so it's fine. <laughs> the camera <laughs> the camera, quick cuts and pans across the hyped-up crowd. It's, it's definitely definitively a different type of production. They're trying to make it feel more raw and ECW, but it comes off as just looking cheap and a bit shit, I'd say. Progress. Early progress. Yeah. Joey Styles, welcome Yay! to the show. Yeah, Joey Styles is not fucking Michael Cole. Let's go. 
Until tonight, Augusta, Georgia has been best known for golf's masters. What the fuck? <laughs> After tonight, Augusta may be forever infamous with the first ever extreme elimination chamber. Boo! Hanging directly above us. Perhaps the most sadistic structure ever conceived by a twisted, tortured human mind. I'm like, Bischoff? <laughs> yeah. Two miles of steel chain. For giving credit to Bischoff on an ECW opening. Like, what the fuck? Oh, he finishes up by going, Tonight, a new ECW world champion will be crowned inside the Extreme Elimination Chamber. H- hang on, can you say that, Joey? Because Big Show's the reigning champ. You can't say a new champion's going to be crowned. Absolutely. I heard that <laughs> as well. I was like, hang on, is it vacant? And then you immediately realize, Oh, no, no, Big Show is the champ. <laughs> Ah, it's good stuff. But hearing these shitty words done by Michael Cole for months and months and months and months, and then by Joey Styles, you're like, okay, there is a difference. <laughs> Michael Cole is rubbish. It's not just us, you know. I'll allow Joey Styles to be fed the line about the golf purely because it's yeah. said by Joey Styles. Oh, it's awful scripting. But because Joey Styles is delivering it, it's like, I'm hyped. I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> you can tell in Joey Styles the tone of Joey Styles' voice in his. You can tell he's like, this is bullshit, but I'm going to say it. So Vince knows that I'm giving it my all, but I want the yeah. fans to know that I'm saying this in a way that you know this is horseshit. One, something's got to give. Two, something's got to give. Three, something's got to give. No! Lyrical masterpiece. Taz and Cole put over the cage uh, and introduced the Spanish commentary team who we talked about earlier. Brutal, brutal, bonito. Oh no, the name cards of Christmas lights and little colourful baubles on them. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. We introduced the commentary team this little colourful, flashy, baubly Christmas light thing pops up. I'm like, this is not ECW. <laughs> Consistent branding, though. Consistent mm. branding. There is a dark match. I did not know this. The dark match, which I could have quite liked to have seen, is Stevie Richards and Rene Dupree. Oh. Who won? I'm, uh, I'm sure it was wonderful. One, nothing wrong with me. <laughs> nothing wrong with me. <laughs> uh, tag team match up first. Go on. You intro it. Well, it's uh, the non-ECW regulars of uh, Eminem. Matisse Gun called him. I know that was Dido's part in Stan, but that's not the point. Eminem versus uh, them boys who live uh, in the complex and are pretty good with weed whackers, by the sound of things. Not the, uh, the lawnmower 3.0. <laughs> the briscoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the chicken farmers. The, uh, mm. the weed farmers. <laughs> the hardy boys. Um, but Eminem, Mercury. That joke didn't work. Nitro. Just carry on. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Wasn't meant to. But, but yeah, Mercury, Nitro, and everyone's favorite <laughs> NWA women's superstar at the moment, Melina, doing giving the entrance, which is why it's TV fourteen and S for certain content. Oh, do you think that's the moment? I was thinking the other female involvement later. Might oh yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not being funny. Uh, the camera, pretty Brooke Hoganda very much oh, uh, oh yes they went very tna camera work on this match 
or later match, I should say. They certainly work for TNA based on the angles where Paul Molina's doing her entrance. But even now, I'm like, take away the um, the lurid sexual content element. Molina be able to lift one leg up on the ring apron, then the other doing the splits, and then basically going under that bottom rope. It's like, you do yoga. You're very flexible. I can't even walk up the stairs without popping a hamstring. So the fact Molina can do that is incredible. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> episode 150 we'll get a ring and that's what the whole show will be a lot of stress the same way i could beat you and tom in a race i could definitely do that (laughs) (laughs) we still need to do that (laughs) no we've done it i want to remember Uh, so Uh, did you say also it's eminem versus team extreme the hardy boys i did yeah i'm not sure you did (laughs) (laughs) i said the hardy boys i'm swear you didn't but it's okay so they're called team extreme here because you know ecw get it extreme La 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 la. <laughs> Christmas, because they're the Hardy Boys to me. They will always be the Hardy Boys. Same for you. Yeah, Matt and Jeff, the Hardy Boys. Intercontinental Champion Jeff Hardy, ECW, ECW. <laughs> I oh don't know dear. Oh, what a mess. Oh, and so also at this point, Nitro was being pushed awesome. as a singles guy on Raw, and Mercury. Yeah, they're not a team. And Mercury's just come back from being suspended. Yeah, Eminem are not a team at this point. They have been apart for like half a year, I think. It's incredible. Booking. (sighs) Eminem are prime douchebags. The furry boots, the braided 90s boy band hair on Mercury, the long hair and badly done blonde highlights of Morrison. It's excellent work. I mean, Jeff Hardy also has braided hair, but that's a lifestyle choice. (laughs) I think that lifestyle is called amphetamines. (laughs) (laughs) And it's good to see that uh, Johnny Mundo's returning to AAA in February. Yeah. He is indeed, yeah. Flipty doos parkour, if you will. <laughs> Flipty doo parkour. It's amazing <laughs> how Morrison can only get books because Ty is going there, and she's probably like, "Please, Conan, please book my wanker of a husband." Fine, Ty. As long as you're going to come and work, we'll give Johnny a shot. Okay, he needs to be in the main event against Vikingo. Ah, oh, fuck, really? I won't work if you won't let me come in. Fucking hell. Do you know, Tax, this is a revelation to me, right? There is a whole like group and generation, like section of wrestling fans that actually like John Morrison and Johnny Gargano, would you believe? I know people like John Morrison. My uh, my colleague Warren, uh, my good friend, my counterpart in Canada, he's an offended by john morrison and uh, mm. that's when our friendship ended <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand this logic <laughs> it's like have you not seen them wrestle have you not heard them talk <laughs> which 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 astounds me because you know warren is a fantastic wrestling fan i love him to pieces and again we agree that bret hart is the greatest wrestler of all time yeah. so to, to to like john morrison when bret hart is the best wrestler of all time it just blows my mind hmm yeah there's certain people at my work that like john morrison is a wrestler and i'm like oh okay <laughs> Uh, did they did they then leave him go and work and give me sport (laughs) (laughs) is that what happens when you release it i'm not sure (laughs) is that what happens when you reveal in the wrestle talk office you like john morrison that you're booted off the team (laughs) ollie's like get out (laughs) oh god so the melina splits thing i know we've talked about it already but like she also makes out with each of the eminem lads i'm like oh hello (laughs) this is quite ecw 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 what do you feel about that, Dreamer? I'll have them both. I'm hardcore. Yeah. Yay. It's nice super sexualized. 
We're like, yeah, it really is. Uh, so we get a replay of Christmas razor wire framed replay. It's very <laughs> weird. Eminem attacked the Hardys and ECW TV last Tuesday. So match. <laughs> They've got a grievance. I've got an I've got an empty arena. So let's have a match. Yeah, I've got an empty arena with no fucking matches on it, apart from this chamber main event, which is very on ECW. Who else wants to wrestle? And the Hardys are like, hey, we used to like ECW when we were booked on WWE shows. I got excited. Well, not excited. I got interested in this match because I thought this was the awful ladder to Joey Mercury match. Oh, no, 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 no. And when it didn't happen, I was like, oh, wasting my time playing an interest to this. I was like, <laughs> where's, where's the ladder? Where's the ladder? Where's the ladder? Where's the ladder? And then when it finished, I was like, the ladder is not here. Fuck. Let's throw this out here now. ECW with disqualification in the matches? No. No, 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 no. Disgraceful. As soon as I realized they were doing the whole rules thing, I was like, <laughs> oh, this is definitely not ECW. Fuck, because a ladder in this match would have gone down a treat, mate. As soon as I realized they were doing the whole rules thing, I think that's the best quote. <laughs> it's ECW. It's meant to be ECW. It's fucking not, though. Goddamn rules. Oh, by the way, on the subject of rules, and I'm just going to send this to you uh, in the chat just to see if you get a live reaction for this. I've realized... Uh, I've become one of those families. I'm a member of those families now. Hey, Rich, heading into your Discord, because <laughs> mm. it's December to dismember, of course. And, uh, oh, no, it's, it looks like I'm trying to give you a gift there. Well, this is a gift, Rich. It's a <laughs> gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Matching PJs. Do you want to describe Christmas what tree? you see? <laughs> I mean, you're all wearing the same stripy Christmas gear that says love, love, love Christmas with snowmen and Christmas cakes on it. Because we understand as a tag team that it's important to wear matching gear. So Do you know is... the most disappointing thing about this is that your, your missus looks kind of like, I'm not sure I want to be here. Your kid's like, I'm being forced to do this. You look happy as punch. <laughs> that picture right it's ridiculous like they wanted the photo and then my wife was like i'll hide behind everyone and then harriet was like can i hold on to both of your legs like doing like a a double double sit like a double single leg on us as the camera went off and i was like oh i, I should have sent it at the start of the show but as we're in tag teams i was like at least both these teams are dressed like tag teams and that's where they made me think you know what else looks like a tag team the tax williams family Ah, oh, delightful thank you for that that was a lovely break in the action <laughs> so the hardys do their entrance doc jeff's got a gun <laughs> he borrowed it off alan anderson i've always wanted to say that <laughs> he's gonna shoot himself oh no god oh i amuse myself what can i say uh the ring apron is uh cheap as brooke hogan hey <laughs> it's half red half black and it says december to dismember in times new roman they forgot to change the font apparently good for the eye good for the viewer to understand what they're watching <laughs> so they Bro, never watch it again this wwe's production looks so shit and cheap it's awful uh so match there's kind of a sloppy start kind of unplanned spots in it you know <laughs> talking about brooke hogan again sloppy start spotty finish <laughs> Joey Styles is trying so hard to put this match over. Taz is also here. <laughs> Taz is definitely helping. <laughs> yeah. She's a crack whore chant. EC dub. EC dub. 
the, the fans, in fairness, some of the chants out of here were phenomenal. Well, she's got her piece. <laughs> That's the one. It was a good one. <laughs> easy dub. Easy dub. Um, also, uh, set out Razor's Edge Powerbomb by Matt Hardy. Since when did he do good moves? I know. I think at this time, this was either the first or second time that I heard Molina's like guttural scream that made me suddenly oh, think, God. oh, fuck, my daughter's awake. And then I was like, oh, no, it's coming from the telly. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an unpleasant sound. Not in a heel heat way, in a please stop. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I want my ears to survive this match. It was awful. But again, got unnoticed. I wonder whether you could uh, impersonate the scream or would that be too loud? I don't think I can even do it justice. Okay. I definitely can't. My voice is too low and my throat is too ruined by all the cock I've swallowed. I mean, what? Um, so, uh, I Brooke Hogan? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just Brooke talking. Uh, Melina does high-pitched scream. It's delightful. Um, a Taz goes, I like it. Michael Cole didn't. He doesn't like women. <laughs> Gay jokes. Easy dub. Easy dub. <laughs> Oh, well played, Taz. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Uh, Eminem mimic the mock the Hardys. It's brilliant. It's like, have you seen when Seamus does the Jeff Hardy thing on the top rope? Yes. Like recently. <laughs> Man, it's it's that level of funny. It's really, really good. But uh, Matt shoves Mercury into Nitro. Morrison, Nitro. He's called Nitro at this point, if you didn't know. Um, Jeffrey gets the hottest of tags. Everyone does a dive. Matt and Hardy needs a murder clown. <laughs> they do. I mean, in fairness... So does MJF. The FTR yeah, boys did a good job, hell. but bloody hell. <laughs> Dumped on his head yesterday. It's fucking crazy. Anyway, so Matt does a house show dive. Mercury is a giant piece of shit and basically power slams Matt to the outside <laughs> rather than catching him. I'm like, fucking hell, mate. Like, catch a dude, yeah? Oh, easy dub. <laughs> Go into business for yourself. Yeah, remind me to do this when we get to episode 200. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on it i'll pra- i'll finally be able to hit a house show dive at that stage <laughs> twist of fate swanton building to the finish right <laughs> but nitro drags mercury out the way taz goes crash and burn a rooney because he's contributing <laughs> again though right from a tag team standpoint logical my tag team partner's about to get squished i shall yep. remove my tag team partner logic Mm. yeah this is about 20 minutes into this match it's like that was definitely the finish but then someone went we've only got like five matches and three hours to fill can you do a second match at the same time guys and they're like no worries so jeff gets beat down this time takes all the heat second set of heat for the heels it's absolutely delightful um whisper in the wind to both of eminem tag to matt it's Less hot, hot tag number time. two, tepid tag. <laughs> yeah, it's very tepid. This one, Matt Hardy does Matt Hardy things. Side effects. Oh, second leg, leg, leg drop. drop mate. <laughs> Apparently, they've never seen a Hardy match before because they are popping like crazy for everything he does. I'm like, have you never seen Matt Hardy wrestle before? He's done this for twenty years, boys. What's going on? But it's his ECW debut. Fucking hell. Stereo suplexes by the Hardy Boys. And we are 27 minutes into this pay-per-view at this point. Uh, 27 minutes into this match as well, because it kicks straight into it. Melina up on the apron. Malfunction at the junction. Nitro kicks Melina's face off. <laughs> That's what happens when you sleep with Batista behind his back. Fucking A. He is a stiff cunt, because he fucking... <laughs> 
<laughs> hard with this kick, man. Easy dub, easy dub. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Snapshot by Eminem to Jeff. Can you describe this snapshot to me? I mean, I'm not going to lie, mate. I wrote down the note going, Eminem hit their slapshot, snapshot. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> I've just gone back on. <laughs> I can't remember what the fucking thing is. I put it down as snapshot because it was called on commentary. It's like a elevated over the shoulder kind of assisted DDT thing. Yeah. It's so memorable. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Matt breaks it up. Boom. Double cutters to Eminem off the top by Matt. Uh, Swanton onto as Taz puts, an M&M sandwich because <laughs> he's contributing tonight. One, two, three, the Hardy Boys win. The logic of having a swanton done to you with your mate on top of you so you take none of the impact but then you get pinned as the bottom guy is brilliant wrestling logic. The thing that got me about this, like you said, I thought, right, so this match to bell to bell was 22 minutes so that's about entrances but by the time they'd done their entrances you said you're like, you're half an hour in, and the thing with like Eminem, in fairness, like they're, they're stiff, and I didn't mind their tag work. And the same thing again for Team Extreme for the purpose of this pay per view. Together, I expected a lot more, but then they're quite spotty teams. So to then essentially have yeah an opening match, which they would expect to have a spot fest for the best part of half an hour, and like you said, this very much screamed of here's the finish. Oh, no, no, no. Don't go home yet, boys. And I think there was a moment where Nitro looked at the referee and just did like the facial expression of, what? <laughs> and I don't know if that's to do with... <laughs> 20 the- more minutes. <laughs> Bro- Broadway? Opening match? Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> but yeah, this... How- I don't know how this match could go on with so little happening. Yeah, it's a sloppy fucking spot fest. It's guys doing house show match, essentially, but for a very long time on a pay-per-view where they're just filling endlessly for time. This is um, this is also yeah, not their first match. They go on to tag again, I think, as part of Armageddon a few weeks later, and then mm. they go on to the Rumble. Uh, but I think it's Armageddon where Joey's nose got... Um, where Joey's nose exploded, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Absolutely. So with all that being said about this match in particular right it's it's not the greatest thing we've ever seen but it's a decent enough opener if it would have gone 10-15 minutes and we could have kept the crowd hot and going they certainly even lose the crowd towards the end and it starts to dip off and this is as hot as the crowd gets all night by the way just to throw it out there but it was still a million times better than almost anything we saw on our Wrestlemania Triple X run Definitely. And, and again, in fairness, like you said, had this finished at the original, I think, planned spot where Jeff got the hot tag, it would have been pretty good. As you said, from an opening yeah, match for a pay-per-view, you, I wouldn't have any complaints, but it's just, it went too long. The lo- As you said, like the last seven to ten minutes of this match was very much, ah, uh, fuck, they've missed their finish, and now they're just, they're, it's literally filler. And it's all downhill from here. Don't be silly. Kelly Kelly's out later. (laughs) S for content. (laughs) Taz and Joey putting over the chamber match. Very, very strong. That's pretty much all this pay-per-view is based off at this point. Uh, RVD gets a two-camera promo. No, you're high. (laughs) He wants to win the ECW world title tonight in the main event. He is 
not just high, he is baked off of his fucking face. His eyes look like piss holes in the snow, mate. You can see a fucking thing through him. Uh, and the good thing is, this was a pre-tape, so God knows what state it was in coming out for the match. <laughs> yeah. He finishes this promo by going, when you think ECW champion, think Rob Van Dam." It's nice when a RVD, nice natural RVD, gets everything scripted for him and kills any personality he has, isn't it? Yeah. Next up, Bulls Mahoney, yeah! Versus Matt Stryker. Boo! <laughs> but he's a heel, so it's right for us to boo him, so it's okay. Mm. Do you want to throw out some of your Christmassy puns here? Are we doing that? Or are we just. That oh, Baubles, Baubles Mahoney. Lovely, love it. <sighs> Striker is a New York City school teacher that was forced to resign in disgrace. And the good thing is, this is also legit in real life as well. Mm. If you are What's the story you're... here, do you know it? Yeah. So basically, when he was working on the independence, uh, Matt Striker would phone in sick to school to obviously go and do his bookings and still get paid as a teacher until he was doing extra work on WWE and he was spotted by pupils when he was mm. supposed to be off sick. They reported it to the school and Matt Striker got fired from being what an a educator, <laughs> right? therefore heel wrestler teacher he teachers are bad di- mm. okay so uh also taz doesn't seem to know what colors are <laughs> he's, he's looking at striker's sleeveless sweater going what color is that uh, i almost said coal sorry what color is that joey pink orange green blue purple indigo violet pink black white <laughs> it's pink dickhead salmon pink if you will Jesus Christ, Taz is unbelievably bad. Well, he you know he's he wears sunglasses indoors whilst doing commentary. He's not going to be able to see that beautiful salmon pink sleeveless knitted vest top. Sure, sure. Let's have this out now, right? So, you know when Taz debuts on commentary for ECW, original ECW, it's not unveiled who it is because he's never spoken on TV before. There's a guy commentating with Jerry Styles. It's unveiled that it's Taz. He's fucking awesome. Doing Pizza the whole technical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember the reveal. What did you say, sorry? Because didn't he start, he called him by his shoot name, didn't he? Joey Styles. Oh, I, I, I don't know. During this. Did he? I thought he just called him Taz. No, when, when they announced him, oh. I'm pretty sure he was like, and uh, again, paraphrase, like, uh, and that, a voice that's been on a commentary for a very long time. Um, but you'll know him in, you know, you'll know him as uh, blank. But you know, here this I've been joined by Peter Sinertia. You'll better know him as Taz, right? Okay. So he is great on commentary during that time period. If you've never listened to it, lovely listener, go give it a listen. Watch some early ECW. It's really really fun. Then we come into this SmackDown, that sort of stuff. Where, in my opinion, he is fucking awful, like intolerably bad. And then he goes into TNA, where he is even worse. Like, rubbishy heel Taz on commentary is worse than just kind of generic Taz on commentary. But then he jumps to AEW, and he's totally tolerable and quite entertaining again. Just me? Or how do you feel about this? I find that I I get the impression that no one vets the commentary for Dark. Because at the moment, it's just Excalibur and Taz taking the piss out of stuff, which is hilarious. 
But even him doing Dynamite the last few weeks instead of JR, it's really entertaining. Like, I love that when they're having, like, you know, a little bitch fest each other where they fuck something up on commentary, they just call each other out. They're like, oh, isn't this great? <laughs> it's really entertaining, man. I don't know why. Like, I hate him so much on this show, on anything TNA we covered with Taz on commentary. I can't stand the guy. But anything like AEW, I'm just like, yeah, this is really funny and entertaining. It's I'm basically, I'm trying to see if you know why. <laughs> I think the main difference is, though, it's about what level of production they give Taz. Because as you said, okay. in ECW, when he was just Peterson Urch, when he was just out injured with his broken neck, he was good because he was with Joey and he was an ECW guy. That's fine. I think the WWE thing is partly overproduced and partly still very fucked off of how he was treated in WWE. It's like, well, I'll take the money. It's not like they're going to fire me. TNA, I mean, fucking hell, we've watched TNA. I think he did a, I think, I think he did a great job for taking that money and uh, doing the bare minimum to make a salary. Then he left yeah. the business and went off and did his radio show. And then he's back. And I think it's a case of he's, take, he's having more fun with it because his son's there. He's, yeah, actually, he's actually invested in the product. He's invested in those who may in the future work with Hook. So I think it's... And also, I think now they're in, in a stage where... He didn't want to con- call bikini matches and sports entertainment. It's like in the match with um, was it uh, Griff Garrison and Malachi Black, where he basically called over Excalibur. No, no, that's not an ankle hook. That's a knee bar. He's trying to get in a knee bar. It's not a fucking ankle sure. hook. And it's, it's stuff like that, <laughs> which is lovely. And, you know. Absolutely. Lovely little Tynus and Urcher. Hook. Send hook. You know, keep him in there <laughs> and keep Taz as happy as he is. But as you said, like on this show, it's produced Taz is not a good commentator unfortunately yeah i think that's definitely the case uh also best-selling t-shirt for aw right now hook book hook send yeah, hook absolutely send hook man he's fucking ace anyway so back to the match balls mahoney versus matt striker matt striker in the ring cuts a promo balls 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 <laughs> we should also mention it's... by the way matt striker's gear is very like multicolored trunks with his own face on his ass. Oh, yes. What a gimmick. At one point, Taz notices that Stryker has his own face <laughs> on his ass. Joey Styles goes, you've got to wonder about a man that wants to sit on his own face. <laughs> Send for the man because Taz and Joey are just laughing their tits off on commentary. It's absolutely great fun. But then we get the match. Did you know that uh, Matt Stryker was a heel and Balls Mahoney's the face? <laughs> yeah, there's the weird pre-match promo stuff where they're not talking about their match. They're just putting over the chamber match at the end of the night. And I'm like, um, what? And they have to establish this gimmick whereby they're like, this is going to be extreme rules, extremely strict enforcement of the rules. EC dub? I like the um, the referee not follow. Obviously, Matt Stryker got his script wrong because Matt Stryker went to referee going, I want no poking of the eyes. Referee pulls fake hair on his head. That's <laughs> 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 oh, good stuff. Um, right, so Paul's Mahoney. Um, yeah. He, he, he uh, this is Beth. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. In fairness to Paul's Mahoney at this time, he dropped a lot of weight because he yeah. was looking like his 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 frame was obviously a lot a lot slimmer than it has been because if you'd seen like Balls Mahoney and Axel Rotten back in the days of early ECW they were 
super big lads. But Balls had like done a good job of cutting down. But where it had obviously come off his face quite a lot, he looked really gaunt. He he didn't look a well boy, which again I think is another downfall, as you said earlier in the pod about um, having these old guys in here. They should have just let Balls retire and just yeah. Maybe so. Like it's, it's, it's nice that they're getting a payday. Um, I think as any human being, you want to see people that maybe didn't get paydays back in the day that we admire as wrestlers and stuff. Like especially the ECW guys, like you want them to get paid. Like we don't want to be mean about it, but if you're gonna take ECW ten years after the point where ECW really died, and you're gonna try and revamp it, you, you need to do something different with it. You know, I think it was just terrible they ever adopted ECW again. They should have done the one night stands and just left it alone, but. Uh, it's, it's a tricky one, really. We blame Shane McMahon, unfortunately. Yeah. Do you think it was Shane that pitched it to his dad? Sh- no, he did. Shane was a big fan of ECW right. and pitched to bring it back. I often wonder where, especially stories of this time period where there's not as much information kind of actually really available necessarily. Where, well, like the, the legitimacy of some of these stories that like Melts and things would report, but who fucking knows, man. So the gimmick here is that the hardcore extreme wrestler Balls Mahoney is going to outgrapple Matt Stryker. Uh, but Joey, pu- <laughs> the striker punches to distract Balls and Balls spits out his gum, which Taz goes, he just lost a tooth. And Joey has this <laughs> great line where he goes, well, that's three left for Balls. <laughs> Very funny. Um, I'm going to be honest, man. I think Balls is a really good worker. He's not got the agility. Like, as you said earlier, they're going to do the leapfrog and... Matt Stryker gets a face full of balls. <laughs> Basically teabagged him with his ball balls. But, you know, yeah. Mahoney has, you know, if it was JR, he would have had a collegiate wrestling background. Yeah, his, his selling is awesome in this match as well. Yeah, making Matt Stryker look a million bucks in a very, very shit match. Yeah, like making the most of what you've got, you know. I think balls is the epitome of that at this point in his career. Yeah, I mean, but again, it's one of these matches which I think should have been a squash. It went far too long, adding the promo, which again was a case of, hey, uh, Matt Stryker, you and this referee need to do this promo. <laughs> referee, yeah. remember what the wrestler tells you. Oh, sugar. <laughs> it's like they went, the opening tag only went half an hour. We needed 45 from them. So you've got to do 20. <laughs> okay. And they're like, we're Matt Stryker and Bulls Mahoney. We do five at most, right? Bulls Mahoney had blown up walking up the steps. We've got to go 40, Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> This pay-per-view is such a mess on terms of timing and such. It's awful. One of the things I noticed about this match as well, it's any trainee wrestler is told this. If you think you're going slowly, go even slower. Well, what Stryker and Mahoney did here, fuck me, they pressed pause. <laughs> so the story of the match, uh, what it boils down to is apart from the story. whole talked about. <laughs> you're generous. Oh. Oh, I think so. That's better than 2014, mate. Uh, Striker goes after Bulls' arm. When Bulls goes for the punches, he stops and actually sells his arm. And I'm like, oh, that's good shit. I like that. Uh, Striker cheats because he's the heel, obviously. Bull uses the other arm to punch Striker and does the Bulls, Bulls, Bulls. To be fair to him, he gets a pop. Every single punch he does, yeah, that's more than a lot of wrestlers, you can say. One of the most over things on the show, in fairness, to ball balls. It's, it's great pantomime bullshit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Classic Brit rest. Yeah, it really is. 
And out of nowhere, Balls hits a one-arm sit-out powerbomb spine-bustery thing for the one, two, three, and your winner is Balls Mahoney. This was not a good match. There's no good job building up to the finish. It's basically <laughs> Balls Mahoney's like, fuck this, go home. What? Go home, sit out part of Spine Buster, done. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was that bad. I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was silly. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I can sense the disappointment across the internet. <laughs> <you know? laughs> again, it's much of a muchness. And, and again, had the Hardys and Eminem gone there 45 minutes, the crowd would need a letdown match after this. So this is what it did exactly that. <laughs> it certainly let the crowd down. Yeah, absolutely. So young CM Punk does some airboxing backstage. Hey, his only drugs competition. Did you know that, Rich? <laughs> they don't yeah, say it absolutely. much on this show. Fucking hell. So we jump into the first thing that I remember seeing the first time <laughs> round and going, ah, <laughs> because they cut backstage and Sabu is found in his natural state, passed out on the floor backstage. <laughs> bloody somas keeping people out of title matches yeah for some reason they're concerned and i'm like it's sabu don't worry about it (laughs) the story is that someone has attacked sabu and one of the main reasons for watching this show has now been written out of this show fuck fair play to sabu getting a pay-per-view payday yeah absolutely not having to wrestle or work at all like was he injured was he caught smoking crack or something what happened why is he not on this match anymore who knows but here's the thing that i i thought about this is um if you weren't paying attention to the open video package you'd have no idea at this stage that sabu was even in the main event yeah yeah he's definitely been written out and they use this as a little story to bring bob holly in later but like fucking hell replacing sabu with bob holly on an apparent ecw pay-per-view as an ecw fan and watching this at the time i was like fuck this show no way now what i i devastated what i was thinking um is this around the time that rvd was ecw champion then him and sabu got pulled over for um naughtiness yeah, they were smoking weed doing um, million miles an hour, whatever, weren't they? Well, that was that was after the second one night stands as they started the ECW show because like Rob almost immediately drops the belts. I seem to remember. Yeah, because he lost he lost the um. Yeah, this would have been because it was in July, so he lost the WWE title mm. to Edge in a triple threat, and then the next night on ECW he lost the ECW belt to Big Show when uh, yep. Paul Heyman turned on RVD. And uh, RVD, Heyman suspended RVD for 30 days uh, <laughs> without pay. <laughs> and that Yeah, and then Heyman turns heel, and you're like, what the fuck is this shit? They really messed this up, man. Boo-ones, boo-ones. <laughs> Bro, it's ECW. The champion's meant to get caught smoking weed on the motorway. That's ECW. <laughs> like, celebrate this. <laughs> But yeah, so Sabu's out of the main event and the doctors told him they found him like that. And Paul Heyman, what's happened? What's happened? My main event? Quick, we need filler. Hey, Bob Holly. (laughs) Even like Taz calls it out later. Oh no, we'll we'll get to it. I won't spoil it as we go through. Yeah, just uh, because they make it quite clear that Sabu's been taken out of the show. The uh, Augusta Georgia feel the same as I did because they get some bullshit chance as we come back to the arena. People seem to turn on this. Yeah, yeah, they're starting to turn on this show early. 
which leads us into a tag team match of Elijah Burke and Sylvester Turkey. Turkey. Hey, <laughs> Christmas! EC Dub, right? Yeah. Versus the FBI of Little Guido and Tony Mama Luke with Trinity. Right. Again, the S, the S for content. I'm not, this is going to sound ridiculous. It's not meant to sound lewd or in uh, any way. How the fuck does anyone get in Trinity's outfit? It just doesn't (laughs) seem like you'd be able to to get in it. That's funny. Yeah, she's basically wearing like a, a red spider's web. I don't know, like very, very tight very very revealing outfit and the cameras are like oh look boobs <laughs> every two seconds in this match i mean i was looking at it just to go show how old i'm and i was like it's got to be hand wash only can't tumble dry that <laughs> right I, I don't get the often the chance to do this bit okay but the fbi are in this match and i know he's not here but you guys like to hear me talk right <laughs> You said you've chatted suck Tracy sucks. You've chatted Sue Sue. You've chatted suck Tracy. Hey Sue! Hey Sue! Let's just wrestle the rest of this match nice and scientific and bore these motherfuckers to death. <laughs> oh God bless you, Tracy. Smothers. Hey, look over there! It's Andre. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Tracy Smothers so much, man. I'm such a fan. Oh, such a such a lovely. At least he gave memories, and like when he when he passed away, sort of the outreach of appreciation and affection for him was was really nice to read. Absolutely, man, one of the most important guys, and that you know he he dragged indie guys through across the road and paid for their meals and hotels, and you know we wouldn't have a whole bunch of the stars we have right now if it wasn't for Tracy's mother's man. Like no, what agreed. a worker as well. Yeah, legend, absolute legend, man. So anyway, as Elijah Burke's cutting some promo, I was just reciting the Tracy Smothers promo in text form. So, <laughs> and also like the FBI, I kind of missed what happened. FBI and ECW are they not? Are FBI not supposed to be heels? The full-blooded Italians. Uh, well, they kind of went through a bit of both, didn't they? So they started out as heels because they were like you know in New York doing false italian gimmicks and people like tracy smothers you know it's just such a funny idea um but they eventually kind of became faces because they're so stupid and funny yeah so at this point i don't even know but i mean elijah burke and uh sylvester turkey christmas mm. turkey turkey in fairness like sylvester turkey's look i'm surprised vince never did anything with him because he looks fucking hench Great look. Same with Elijah Burke. The man can talk for for days and hours. And like I said, the content of the promo was pretty much like, oh, we're, fi- we're you know, I've got this ultimate fighting machine. Come on, what are you doing here? Um, and again, much of a muchness. Why have we got this match? There's no background to it. You know, oh, this guy's got okay. a great amateur background. <sighs> yeah. Usual shit. Could anyone look less ECW than the Sylvester Turkey bloke, though? At least they've got, again, from a tag team standpoint, both of them have matching gear. Well, ring jackets. Mm. And the FBI I guess Brackers. match. Brackers was in ECW, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, mm. I mean, I wasn't bought into this, but it's a good thing that I had a, a nice, you know, let me down after the Bulls Mahoney match striker clinic. Sure. So. The bell rings and the crowd don't chant, where's my pizza? And I'm like, this is not ECW. What's going on? Boo the fans. Can they do that, Joey? There is a really, really, really fun bit where 
Guido steals Burke's red and white do-rag and puts it on. So he looks like a little tanned, half-naked Italian Father Christmas. <laughs> I'm impressed that like Burke started wrestling in that hat. It's like, how is that staying on? <laughs> well, it didn't, did it? It lasted a minute or two. As you can tell, based, based on this match, I'm more about a case of laundry requirements, plus also attire, rather than the actual content of what's in the mm. ring. Speaking of which, I, I did write something I think is quite funny about Trinity, where I put like, uh, I think Trinity is wearing clothes, but I can't see any. <laughs> but seriously, uh, like, she can't be wearing any pants. <laughs> uh, definitively not. The camel is very loose. Um, there's, a, <laughs> Taz, there's a moose the loose in this hoose. Taz has another brilliant bit here. You remember he couldn't like identify colours earlier. Well, he doesn't seem to know what beads are earlier <laughs> in this match either. Sorry, because Taz is talking about Elijah Burke's hair, and Elijah Burke has like red and white beads at the end of each of his kind of like braids or dreads or whatever. And he goes, Taz goes, how does he get them in his hair? What are they like beads? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, Taz, those are called beads. Congratulations, you have identified beads <laughs> like what the fuck is this commentary if, if anything personal growth it's all a learn maybe Matt Stryker <laughs> taught him imagine JR on commentary going what's that he's got in his hair on his head is that a hat is that a hat it's, that's right Joey that's a hat right <laughs> you're like yes that is a hat congratulations it's in fairness, it's J- so strange man. JR does go on about like it's like oh well that's what happens when you wear sneakers it's like JR. Sure. Get yeah. over it, mate. Salty it's JR shoes. is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm, I hope JR's all right. Obviously, the counter is no joker at all. But, like, the last few AEW shows, I thought, like, really good moments were kind of a bit spoiled by having Salty JR on commentary. You know, I'm going to be honest. I think he's very, very good at his job and he's one of the great storytellers of all time. In 2021, maybe we need to change his role a little bit, you know? Well, yeah, JR was saying that, you know, this is his last run as at the booth. I think he's going to be okay. going to be doing more stuff backstage as and when they can transition it. But I think, sure. like, JR for the last couple of years in AEW versus when he was doing ad hoc stuff for New Japan, like, you can tell what happens when JR invests in a product. Hmm. But like like you said, like, from, a, from a commentary standpoint, what we're seeing at the moment, it's it's quite refreshing having uh Taz Excalibur and Tony Schiavone in there but yeah. it's certainly better than the first week when JR wasn't there we're like let's have loads of different people jump in yeah yeah no no we don't need that at all um I will say Excalibur and Tony Schiavone is one of the greatest commentary combinations I've ever come across I think they're so good together yeah Excalibur is the the the, the guiding light for this and it's a fa- you know it's a really really good get for Tony Khan because he could have gone with you know, I'm pretty sure he could have got Rakaboni early early doors, but I think because of they the still work, might, yeah. But he he's doing stuff for um for New Japan Strong now, I think, and uh, also GCW. Yep, absolutely. I think um I think um I think AEW is the money place to be. Um, I think if they're gonna have a third person, it'll probably just be Taz at this point, uh, and maybe end up being like Jericho or something, which I would not want on Dynamite. I'm not sure I can handle two hours of Jericho screaming down the microphone, you know. But what is it, Excalibur? Exactly. I I don't hate his commentary. An hour is fine. Like Rampage, whatever. Um, Do not put Big Show or Mark Henry on commentary for Dynamite. Please don't. Um, But like, uh, imagine a commentary team of like 
Ian Riccoboni, Excalibur, Tony Schiavone. Um, Excalibur, Tony Schiavone, and um, Kevin Kelly, for example. I think it would work beautifully. Yeah, I, they're, they're very much, they're very blessed with the ability to have wrestling commentators now rather than sportscasters that they yeah, have in sure. WWE. So anyway, back to Guido. <laughs> he gets beat up. Um, there is a point where I was watching this match and thinking about like, you know, having to talk about it on a podcast. I'm like, am I allowed to say Guido? It feels a bit racist. I am all my notes I refer to him as Nunzio, just to be sure. <laughs> and I'm like, anyway, Mama Luke gets the tag, and I'm like, am I allowed to say Mama Luke? <laughs> I feel like that might be racist as well. Swiss Tony. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a very strange time, 2006. Anyway, uh, Elijah Burks hits the stroke. J double F J A double R E double T. Don't you dare interrupt me doing Jeff Jarrett spots ever again. <laughs> Go on, sorry. That, the, the Elijah experience, you mean? But as you said, yeah, the stroke. The stroke. <laughs> fuck whatever he wants to call it. It's the fucking stroke. Here's it to Mama Luke for the one, two, three. It's always a finish. Buck and Turkey get the win. Yeah, the stroke along oh. with the Mishinoku driver should always be three. But then the most interesting thing happened after this match. <laughs> Through Elijah Burke's chanting, when Sylvester the Christmas Turkey Turkai picked mm. up Nunzio, and as he had him up in the muscle buster, Elijah Burke was just shouting at the top of his voice, TNA, TNA, TNA. And then I realized he was uh, just looking at Trinity. Oh, right. Okay. I didn't notice that. No, he wasn't. That was, that was the joke. But no, he was calling out the opposition. And then he ridiculed, basically yeah. copied Samoa Joe's finish and smashed um, little Nunzio over muscle buster while Elijah Burke chanted Mate. the rival organization. I know we're well beyond it at this point, but don't take a fucking muscle buster from this Turkey douchebag. Look like you fucking murdered him. Proper murder clown there. But yeah, like, this is a move that like Samoa Joe, like a very, very established safe worker, has done a bunch and really hurt one or two people with it. So stop doing it. Don't take it from a fucking rookie. Jesus Christ, mate. He does he doesn't let him out at all. He just literally just cripples him, basically, falls down and crushes his neck on his shoulder. And I'm like, oh my god, he's dead. He's fucking dead. Not good. <sighs> Not good. So again, so thankfully he's okay, but you know. These guys who should have had another 25 minute match uh went six minutes. <laughs> but Yeah. We've got time to fill, boys. <laughs> but six that's minutes what is not long enough. That's why everyone's got a promo before the match. Matt Stryker, promo. Elijah Burke, promo. Match, promo, match. Backstage mm. vignette. Speaking of which, Sabu <laughs> is taken away to a local medical facility as Rob Van Dam and CM Punk look on doing acting. They look concerned, Tax. CM Punk's worried he's going to basically fail a drugs test by just being in the aura of Van Dam and Sabu. <laughs> You're just going to inhale the fumes, you know, coming off them. Fucking hell. I wouldn't want to wrestle with them because, you know, what level is in the sweat? Mm. Next up. <laughs> <laughs> Racism. It's Tommy Dreamer versus Davari with his valet, the great Carly. <laughs> I mean, I was expecting Francine, I was expecting Beulah, but no, we've got Bitch Tits himself, the great Carly. <laughs> that music, mate. 
that fucking music. Jesus Christ. When he goes, <laughs> at the beginning, I'm like, no, 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 no. I forgot this was a thing. It's I'm so, so glad they kept it from Muhammad fucking Hassan. racist. Because that was Muhammad Hassan's music. Then they killed him. And then oh, my God. <sighs> but, you know, Carly's yeah. in the ECW, so that's good. ECW. Um, so, uh, do you want to go through this match? <laughs> well, let, question let's, mark. let's set the scene. So, obviously, Dream is the face. Davar and Carly are doing heel foreigner gimmick when Davaris were on Minnesota. So, that's good. These goddamn Viking fans. Yeah. Um, so, Taz is doing uh, the usual announce thing here. He's like, look at the size of Carly. This is great. And uh, Tommy Dreamer brought out his best move set in this matchup. Headlock, headlock takedown. Headlock, run in the corner. Headlock, takedown. He's really, really there. Um, but then yeah. Davari kept just going out of the ring because he's like, I'm not working with this shit. <laughs> this man should have had his head shaved 11 years ago, uh, the original December to dismember. Davari got a nice baseball slide, but then Dreamer came back in, throwing Davari fe- into the barricade. Dreamer tries running the ropes and then uh, Carly pulled down the rope and <laughs> Dreamer fell over that top rope. Because you know those ropes, Rich, where you run them and you just bounce off them as if by magic and you just can't stop running? Well, Dreamer <laughs> just ran and was like, oh, and fell off. Got um, And then, brilliant, referee sent Carly to the back. Davari went it alone with the longest Hang on, hang on, let's skip over that. Hold. So th- pretty much... Carly being out here was the only interesting thing about this match. Like a minute in, they're like, yeah, get to the back for getting involved, you prick. And like, oh, <laughs> we have to watch Dreamer in Davari wrestle. Fucking hell. He pulled the top rope down. He didn't observe the rules in ECW of the rules in ECW. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But then, oh, it pissed me off so much. I was like, oh, I was quite looking forward to see what ridiculous bullshit kind of, you know, catastrophe Carly would get himself into. <laughs> Because he could barely fucking walk, dude. Who would have thought Let alone this wrestle. Stage, he'd go off and do kiss cam, where him and Natty would basically be necking yeah. on cameras. But Davari Punjabi after- Playboy, Carly. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's my favourite Carly, for sure. Apart from Snake in the Boot, Carly. Snake in the Boot, Carly is great. God. Have you seen that clip? No, it sounds awful. And very oh, racist. my God. There is a clip of great Carly in India, right? Doing his own promotion. He's promoting it. He's outside and he's like, Wait a minute. He takes off his boot, takes out a snake, throws the snake down and puts his boot back on like it's nothing. I'm just like, there was a snake in his boot. (laughs) Oh, good God. This is a real clip. Like, go Google it or whatever. Trust me, it's so funny. Do it after the pod, obviously. I tell you what, that's already better than the rest of the content of this match and this show. I would probably watch two and a half hours of Carly (laughs) with various reptiles in his legs. Dude, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's like a decent sized snake. Think about the size of Carly's feet and boot, and he just whips out the snake and just throws it to the floor. It's like, fucking snakes getting everywhere in my boots. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, it's, it's nice so to talk funny. about whipping out snakes on this podcast and not just talk about the e- despicable people in British wrestling. <laughs> ECW, ECW. <laughs> it's okay if it's ECW, right? Not, not the PW bit, but whipping out your cock, that's fine. It's ECW. <laughs> But the time we've had these stories is still the length of time Davari had this fucking rear chin lock on Dreamer. This match yeah. went seven minutes and five minutes of it was this chin lock. Davari went off and got across body but missed. What a surprise. Dreamer nailed a drop kick <laughs> in the corner in a tree of woe. 
Dreamer DDT. But you know what? Hang on. Davari reversed it. Rolled up. The roll up of death plus tights equals victory. For Davari, yeah. A roll up handful of tights finish on an ECW pay-per-view where they need to fill time with a Carly sent to the back spot. Fucking hell, mate. But don't worry, Rich. This isn't isn't an ECW show. This is WWECW. So after the match, Dreamer infuriated because wins and losses matter in 2006 in ECW. And he chased (laughs) Tavari. Do they, bollocks! (laughs) (laughs) And he chased Tavari to the back. And then there's Carly. Hang on, he was sent away. He gave Dreamer a two-handed chokeslam on the stage, which looked fucking stiff. And then, Rich, you can tell it's not an ECW pay-per-view. It's WCW, because the tone of voices, like I'm doing now, it became very serious. (laughs) Dreamer is in a lot of pain. He's slowly getting back to his feet. We don't know. He's going to crawl. We, you know, we're going to need to get to a local medical facility. This is very concerning for Tommy Dreamer mm. right now. And that's how it went. That's classic. Can we talk w- about Tommy's cell, please? Because like, <laughs> he takes a fucking choke bomb from Carly on a metal stage on a WWE ECW pay-per-view because, you know, he doesn't need a working spine. A fucking idiot. <laughs> Just like, why are you taking this bump? No one cares. And Tommy sells it by going, oh, I can't feel my feet. Like, he's death selling this right you're like okay we're doing big tommy dreamer written out the shows type selling right 30 fucking seconds later he's on his feet fucking taking a fucking round of applause from the crowd jesus christ tommy what's going on here well he got the feeling back in his feet so they could stand up he's not gonna lie it's an ecw show what this fucking match (laughs) made me so angry (laughs) like kind of to the point of funny angry you know what i mean because i'm like uh carly yeah racism (laughs) it was fucking awful what i got from this this backstage was like guys we're struggling for time carly can you just go outside Mm. and attack dreamer yeah give him a choke bomb on the stage it'll be fine Oh, mate, so um, I hate to interrupt the pod, but I seem to have been sent a cameo. Should we see what this is? Oh, very nice. Do you know who Greg Proops is? Nope. Uh, oh, it's not for me. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, so it's my sister actually got one for uh, her partner and sent it to me for some fucking reason. <laughs> without context at the beginning of the message so there we go i'm not playing that on the pod it's not even for me fuck them <laughs> he would wonders around the locker room <laughs> bumps into hardcore holly who's in full gear paulie will replace sabu in the main event with hardcore holly It's like throat singing. <laughs> like, <"Whoa." laughs> Sound like the start of Davari's entrance music. <laughs> but right, the best thing here is like Bob Holly's obviously seen a picture of Trinity and she goes, I like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Holly, Holly, says, Holly says when he's been put in the match, she goes, I like that. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, sure. That he's in the main event. Yeah. And then, right, again, the crowd reaction. Wait, 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 wait. The crowd reaction, mate. It's like this disbelief boo you know of like fuck we had sabu and now we've got bob holly 
in 2006. Fucking joking it, you guys. Oh, and then the announcers clarify. It's like, but the announcers talk about that. You know, Heyman wanted Holly in the chamber, and they they throw something back to the. Story <laughs> no one wants like, Holly in the fucking chamber. <laughs> They're like Paul Heyman, one of the greatest bookers of all time. They throw back to like uh, a feud that Lashley and Holly were going into, and they they sort of make oh. allude to that Holly was supposed to be in this match originally, but Bobby Lashley came and signed the contract. So now Holly isn't in it because Bobby Lashley broke the rules and also contract law and signed something that wasn't his name and then got the reward for it. Hey, Rich, funny thing. When you buy your house, I'm going to sign the contract and have it. (laughs) (laughs) Logic, right? (laughs) Feed oh. the world. Do they know it's Christmas time? Why are they giving us Bob Holly? <laughs> because he's Bob Lolly. <laughs> uh, I mean, Bob Holly is a Christmas pun in itself. Exactly. Holly, uh, Holly and Ivy, whatever. No, Ivory. Anyway, the Holly and the Ivory. <laughs> Next up is a mixed tag team match, but 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 not because the men have to wrestle the men and women have to wrestle the women. Because ECW is Ariel and Kevin Thorne Mordecai. versus Kevin Kelly and Mike Knox. <laughs> Kevin Kelly in his hot pants. <laughs> it's just my dreams coming true, you know. <laughs> oh, it's my dreams having Ariel out there. Fucking Shelly Martinez. Fantastic portrayal of a little vampiress. Love it. Hmm. So, Kelly Kelly <laughs> and Mike Knox of TNA fame. So the story here, <laughs> you love it, is Kelly wants to bone CM Punk. So she and her possessive boyfriend, Mike Knox, are wrestling a techno goth vampire and his slightly domineering mistress. Mm-mm. I'm the very booking tax. <laughs> the booking. <laughs> What the fuck? They get to the ring and Kelly Kelly, Kevin Kelly, goes, oh, I wish CM Punk good luck in the chamber match tonight. You're like, huh? <laughs> He's not in this match either. Oh, it's just, it's so dumb. It's so fucking dumb. It became very funny to me. Especially like, in fairness to Mike Knox, he gave the right facial reaction of, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Yeah. Also, absolutely. have you realised that Mike Knox has just suddenly re-emerged in the NWA? Yeah, yeah, I saw he was in there. The Battle Trevor Murdoch for the uh, for the ten pounds of gold doesn't tempt me to watch their TV show. Can I be honest? I'll I'll be honest. My interest British in... invasion though. Mm, British invasion. My interest in the product sort of dwindled after Magnus dropped the belt to Trevor Murdoch. Yeah, like I used to not hate trevor murdoch then i realized he was just a bit of a stiff cunt and uh yeah it's uh, it's not for me that's what it is but whatever um so after kevin kelly cuts her promo <laughs> to wish cm punk good luck in the chamber Wait, and a promo mike knox looks offended on this show hmm kev thorne good name for a vampire by the way maudy <laughs> kai <laughs> and ariel have obviously put a lot of effort into their entrance. Because she's under the sea. <laughs> under the sea. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. Uh, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. <laughs> Brooke? <laughs> no, Ariel. <laughs> yeah. Mm. 
as much effort as they put into this, it's very um, carrying across Scarlet Bordeaux, cheesy kind of lip sync for your life sort of vibes. But um, I just can't take them seriously in the slightest bit. I like the aerial when she go when like fun time Shelley goes and hangs upside down on the ropes in a like vampire esque like I'm a hanging bat sort of thing and then goes and bites Kevin Fettig's neck. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. This is like low rent. This is what I'd expect seeing like a misty mundane classic of like some kind of Muffy the Vampire Slayer porn or something like that. Yeah, it's super cheesy for for the record super that cheesy. that comment about misty mundane uh, she was uh, in my teenage years an adult actress who starred in parody films such as uh, muffy the vampire right. slayer and womb raider i got i got the um, <laughs> i got the that, that's a hell of a name then they got <laughs> i got the uh, the the pop reference I didn't know who the specific people were but yeah I, I think one of the best ones as we go on it was the uh, so obviously we had muffy the vampire slayer and i think we had womb raider and then they really just Wo- gave womb up womb raider is not sexual at all that's just gross <laughs> like but this was the best one where they clearly uh, gave up on it because then they did uh, women in black lesbians undercover <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a pun that's no. awful exactly <laughs> so um this is very uh, thematic to the next comment i have so ariel is wrestling tonight so without any further ado <clears throat> tna fans ahoy oh no my vag <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to throw that in often so you know i had to throw it out there <laughs> it's one of the greatest cells i've ever seen in my life where she gets trapped on the ropes and she goes, oh no, my vag! <laughs> You're like, yes! EC dub! EC dub! <laughs> Kimura was the latest, like, my girls are doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of like ECW legends being like, oh, I'm so proud of her. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Beauty at home going, yeah, and that would hurt your vag. <laughs> oh my god. So, Kelly Kelly is wrestling in skimpy wrestling gear. Ariel seems to be wrestling in a thong with a slightly frilly belt. Welcome. Are you ready well, for this? Oh, go for it. I think I saw the brown star twinkling. The rusty wagon wheel fell off its axle. The wrinkled penny jumped out of her wallet. The rusty trombone played a ditty. The rocket dog fired off a spaceship. <laughs> the leather starfish waved hello. <laughs> the balloon plot popped. And my personal favourite, I think I saw her Boris Johnson. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, in fairness, like the, uh, the brown star guides into the birth of baby Jesus, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this might be the most boring match I've ever seen in my life. How dare you? <laughs> the look at, and I thought when I saw Shelley, that's hand wash only. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly after imagine, people spaffed all over it. Imagine being a wrestling executive, right? Put yourself in that frame of mind for I'm me. I'm there. I'm right there. I'm at my desk. Okay. Right, right. So you've got lots of money, a big rich family, got your own uh, wrestling. On, sorry, promotion. am I a wrestling executive or am I me? <laughs> <laughs> While planning out your next big stable of like heel biker jobbers, you're like, <laughs> remember that Mike Knox guy from ECW? That's our man. Uh, I, in fairness, when I'm there, I'm like, he had a great 
partnership with Kevin Kelly. <laughs> and it was all good. <laughs> I'm fairness, when I'm in my executive tower, I'm sitting there going, you know what I need in my team? I need a male character and a female character. And you know what's hot at the moment? Vampires. Hmm, who could I get? Ah, oh, you know who's really good? Mordecai. Yeah, what do we do with him? Oh, he died at the Concrete Crit match as well, did he? Brilliant. <sighs> Why is this on this show? Oh, wait, I know the answer. Because tits. Boobs. Yeah. <laughs> as I said it, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. It's, it's so bad, right? And then, it's so the so two bad, guys just... walked out. <laughs> Wait, wait, don't don't spoil it. So the two guys are wrestling and the crowd are beyond silent. It's it's literally embarrassing at this point. We're only about 90 minutes into the show, less actually. It's about an hour into the show, right? So we're almost the main event. (laughs) They have completely given up on this match specifically. They do not give a shit. The only time anyone pops is when Shelly Martinez bends over the top rope a little bit and they're like, whoa, butts! (laughs) It's so embarrassing at times and then the girls tag in and they're like nah we're gonna wrestle now and so they do what they call wrestling and then kelly kelly goes to tag to mike knox and mike knox is like nah (laughs) jumps down from the apron and leaves his girlfriend to have the shit kicked out of her and i'm like are we seeing spousal abuse (laughs) that's what the story is well she did she did openly wish luck to another man in front of 2,000 people. So he's going to leave and have the shit kicked out of her. <laughs> That's all we're doing. Fucking hell. Good thing he knew. Good thing he knew that Funtime Shelley sort of knew how to do an STO. <laughs> Bro, no, she doesn't. <laughs> she goozles Kelly. <laughs> it takes like three or four seconds and she does like what I would call... A please fall over my leg, leg sweep. She stops for a second, kind of fondles Kelly's boobs. You're like, what you the would. fuck is she doing? <laughs> she then sits on her face for the one, two, you three. And you're like, what? <laughs> she did it so it's the cameraman so wouldn't go weird. up her ass. She was protecting yeah, her own assets. Sure. She sits on her face for the pinfall. And you're like, wait, hang on. <laughs> Easy dub. Can she do that, Joey? Easy dub. <laughs> Oh, so funny. Uh, the winners are absolutely fucking no one because this match was terrible. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, it's been... A, other than when Sharky used to do the giant whoopsie and land on people's mm. face, this is like Shelly paying homage to Sharky. Sure. She's not a shark. She's a vampire. vampire. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, in fairness, it's quite a testament to a match when you go, what was the highlight of the match? Arrow sat on Kelly's face. Yeah, she sat on her face, touched her boobs at one point. It was delightful, wasn't it? Women um, in black, lesbians so... undercover. <laughs> Post-match, Ariel beats up Kelly Kelly a little bit more as Dracukev. <laughs> Dracukev stops Whips the ref from breaking and, uh, it Bukake, up. Bukake, Bukake, Bukake. <laughs> Enterlight! Do, 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 do. Enterlight! Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. It sounds <laughs> like you're shitty... playing Metallica on your Spotify playlist. What did you. What were you doing there? <laughs> it's got this shitty generic stock music. 
as Hack makes his way out. And, you know, <sighs> not CM Punk, the focus of this fucking story. <laughs> Just Sandman heads out instead. <laughs> And takes the focus off this match and feud that just got completely concluded, apparently, by Mike Knox leaving Kelly Kelly it's stranded. Sandman Kane's Nosfrathorn. <laughs> that was a stretch. Bullies, Kevin Fawn. Bullies, Kevin Fawn. Fucking hell. So, Hag Kane's the shit out of everyone because, you know ecw oh i got it right uh, you've gone furlies navi hack yeah that's pretty good uh smashes a beer into his own head bit of blood why not ecw it's time for your main event of the evening wait a minute we're only an hour and a half into this pay-per-view let the body sit the floor let the body sit the floor let the body sit the floor it's the best bit about the pay-per-view is when they cut to the like the main event bit they're like play the music <laughs> we've paid for it we want to use it but first tax we are backstage with rebecca (laughs) who the fuck is rebecca (laughs) rebecca DePietro. (laughs) she doesn't seem to be able to talk good or even know how to gesture (laughs) it's very weird but you know tits she goes oh here's face bobby lashley who gets booed out the fucking building when they see him on screen racism but he's got muscles so fuck you marks you know lashley's like nothing's gonna stop me mm. i think a stinting stinting uh, stinting tna will do that for you bobbo mate this rebecca girl throws to a replay and she kind of like just holds her arm out in front of her she doesn't gesture she just goes here's a replay <laughs> sticks her arm out like trust me it's one of the funniest things she's so bad at her job anyway it's a quick replay of Heyman test big show ganging up on poor bobby lashley Wait, unlovable Tess? face what's he doing at this show exactly where the fuck did this come from no fucking idea bobbo finishes his promo by going one man one mission one man. ecw <laughs> one mission. world champion i like well i'm sold i'm in let's go what i like most about bobby lashley is his moisturizing regime because he hasn't aged a day in 15 years the lad looks mm. not a day over what he looked in 2006 he every day you use it that's <laughs> the way you want it ecw world champion <laughs> and then uh we can enjoy, just about enjoy our, it. our christmas leftovers of uh bangers and lashley Hey, that's delightful. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, Big Show's the ECW World Champion, by the way. Uh, so pre-match video promo. Show is the champion. The other lads are also here. We are 90 minutes into this show, and it is main event time, Tax. Are you excited? I was like, how the hell are we going to stretch out an elimination chamber for an hour and a half? Oh, wait. It won't. I think the answer's quite clear. <laughs> I mean, do you remember watching this live when you're like, I didn't realize this was like a Saturday night's main event like level of pay-per-view because this was a time like SM um, Saturday night's main event was like back and you'd watch it on a Saturday night it'd be like two hours or an hour. And I was like, oh, fuck, me and my friend Mike just paid like 30 quid for a Saturday night's main yeah. event. I haven't even eaten my Ginster's peppered steak slice yet. It's only 90 minutes into the show. I was promised ECW and I got Bobby Lashley, Test, Hardcore Holly and Big Show in my main event. 
Fuck this company. It certainly isn't ECW. But in fairness, you did say at the start of the pod, oh, what they shouldn't have done is brought back all these old ECW guys and they should have put new talent in. <laughs> they, they the just answer is not bringing in crappy talent. WWE guys. <laughs> hey, they put in CM... You're main eventing with CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. CM Punk's the only guy that I gave a shit about in this main event. I'm like, Rob Van Dam is in it as well. That's the whole lineup, by the way. Um, and you're like, okay, Rob Van Dam, great classic ECW guy. Just to throw it out there. Um, but like, um, like he should be world champion. No problem. He fucked up. Whatever. We've got CM Punk. Put the fucking belt on him. Easy decision. New young development type company. Push the young guys. They push the wrong fucking young guy, but whatever. Um, but you, so you heard the story about this, didn't you? About what Heyman's uh, the alleged like views of what Heyman had said he wanted to do with this chamber match, didn't you? Sure, I've had things and bits and bobs. What are you referring to? So this thing that I think Pritchard and someone else have also said before, like that Heyman was pitching to basically have CM Puck start this match with Big Show and just put him in the anaconda bites and choke him out in ten seconds, then choke everyone out one after the other until it was left with RVD and Punk to battle for the belt. So basically, Heyman saw this as the, this is Punk's coming out party. He's going to literally tap everyone and then him and Van Damme are just going to go for it. Mm. But this is not ECW, is it, Tax? No, and would you believe it? That's not what happened. Although I'm pretty sure it would have taken about the same amount of time as this match did. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. So, main event. That's Christ ECW- was born Dub- on Christmas <laughs> Day. <laughs> there you go. I bought it back. Dub- WWECW World Heavyweight Title Extreme Elimination Chamber Match where there's pods, normal chamber, but there's weapons in the pods. We've got the big shows, the champion versus Hardcore Holly versus CM Punk versus Rob Van Dam versus Tess versus Bobby Lashley. So the chamber is a WWE made storyline that WCW the ultimate anti-ECW Eric Bischoff storyline invented the chamber. What the fuck are they doing thinking this is an ECW product? Wait, they've made it extreme by putting in a barbed wire baseball bat and having the idea of going, you know what we should put in the chamber? A table. Put the table in one of the pods. That will make it extreme. Apparently a very, very strong table because it's stronger than chain tacks. (laughs) we'll get to that (laughs) the logic of someone looking at anything ecw going what shall we do for our main event oh let's get the thing that we told people that bischoff invented and then have them use that because they love bischoff right they're huge fans of his work there went off and bought controversy creates cash even into modern day they listen to 83 weeks and just love hearing him talk about his life furious as as a young person i don't know how old i was watching this 2006 so what was i 15 years ago so probably 20 about 21 23 <laughs> aging yeah. you it's all good don't about worry 43. Um, i'm like i was an ecw fan right like the original ECW, not this shit um, <laughs> then i was just like where's the logic i was a big wcw fan like you know how much i love wcw it's big wf guy don't mind wwe some of it's awful but some of it's fine 2006 i'm like this is really bad but you know whatever 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 i'm just like this the logic here just makes no sense to me like we just want something a bit different we want that 
that extremity of like ECW, like give me some ridiculousness and give me stories. Like I miss good storytelling so much. Like realistically, in 2006, sorry, you got a bit of angle, you got a bit of Shawn Michaels. Um, I'm struggling. <laughs> Anything else, Brock? <laughs> uh eddie's still I mean, around i think this who, sorry eddie oh no eddie wouldn't be around at 2006 would he no and the pr- problem with that eddie run is that realistically apart from like a few bits mainly it's like jbl you're like <laughs> you know like i was very happy for eddie being champion but the matches and but jbl was only champion because triple h didn't want to work tuesdays yeah, exactly ah uh, uh, I don't know, maybe furious. But ECW music, which is really cool. Paulie is here with his Riot Squad security team to cut a promo and fill time because the crowd are fucking dead. <laughs> and um, remarkably, it didn't work for the first time. I mean, obviously, he brought out um, the shield with him. <laughs> Yeah, they, they do look very S.H.I.E.L.D., don't they? This is like early prototype S.H.I.E.L.D. with their big hooded mask things as well. Do you know who was under the helmets, though? It looked like the Bashams. It was the Bashams, yeah. Hey, I didn't actually know it was. Hey, look well at me. Well played. Yeah, Doug and Danny can identify Basham. people by their similar physiques. Anyway. Uh, Paul Lee says, Hulkamania dies when Hulk Hogan dies. Quite the statement. The woos will die after Ric Flair's death. And I'm like, Jesus, okay, shooting. But long after my death, ECW lives on. He's uh, shooting pretty hard there, mate. Also, he, the way he phrased it, it was like, you're, but Paul, you're not dead yet. <laughs> you will be after this show goes off air, but you're not dead yet. Fucking A, man. Heyman is doing anything he can to get this crowd to give a shit. Honestly, it's a losing battle. Um, some twat in the crowd is shouting the opposite of everything Paul says. You notice this? Dick, well, he, they've lost the they've lost the crowd. They're fucked off. You know, I, I can't remember. We've had chance of refund at this stage, but we certainly get them in, in in this main event. No, no, no. There's like there's specifically one person while Paul's cutting this promo. Like Heyman goes, "Oh, this is good," and the guy goes, "No, it's bad." Paul goes, show is a dominant champion. And this twat goes, he's going to retire next year. I'm like, this guy, like, this, like, you know, you've seen Team, uh, Team America World Police. Yep. I have seen that one, actually. Whee. Yeah. So, you know, there's three kinds of people in this world <laughs> dig pussies and arseholes. And <laughs> this guy is an arsehole beyond belief. I mean, they should shitting have... on everything, you know, for the sake of shitting on everything. They it's like have the cunt that turned to AEW. Huh? They shouldn't let Vince in the crowd. <laughs> yeah nice it's like that cunt that turned up to the AEW show this week with like a what was it like hangman's a shit ass or something like on the main camera and you're like why, why do that why just take a sign like shitting on the main event baby face they shouldn't let Vince man in the crowd <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking A man ah fuck those people like enjoy wrestling people like it's meant to be fun that's the whole point anyway L- like this show is <laughs> mm. with that in mind I couldn't help but wonder what was going on in Paulie's head during the entirety of like WWE, CW. What do you think he's like dealing with on a daily basis and his aspirations are and such? I think he's probably thinking on a daily basis, I'm going to get fired. I think he's facing the, here's what Mm. I see with my ECW and my product and this is the direction I'd like to take in, like the ideas or the rumours that what he wanted to do with CM Punk. Here's what I want to do to build new young stars. 
and what you're giving me is Test and Big Show. Yeah. And Sylvester Turkai and Mike Knox and Vampire Douchebag and a Zombie Twat and yeah. Yeah, I, I feel sorry for him because I, I get the impression because Heyman was in charge of creative at this stage as well and I, I, I honestly think he was like, right, now I've got this big money budget I can get us on a TV deal. I'm going to make this work. I did a really good job with SmackDown. I built it around my six main characters. And I think that's what his plan was potentially for here. He's like, right, Punk's going to be one. RVD's going to be another. I'll get Elijah Burke to be the third. This is around the time he was trying to bring in Marcus Corvon as well. He's like, that's my fourth. Lashley, if I've got him, five. And then if you start building it around those guys, you're like, hey, I've got a chance. And then I don't have to use people like... Uh, baubles and dreamer and mm. and and hack as well and it's like but he's not getting what he wants give me what i want if he was given what he wanted and just left to his own devices ecw on sci- sci-fi would have died regardless and that i think the big change for him is when they were like we're going to send kurt angle down to ecw i know Heyman was gone at that stage but it's like this isn't a this isn't a brand anymore is it at that point as well like Kurt Angle was not the Kurt Angle of old just like I remember seeing him on a TNA tour like a year or two later and his he, he just he just wasn't there man like he was on so many painkillers and drugs and whatever he was on at the time it's like proper glassy-eyed distant Kurt Angle and you can see it when he's on these ECW shows later as well it's like even that it's like oh we can't handle having this guy on the main roster he might die any second like put him on ECW have them take the blame almost you know yeah, sci-fi will need a ratings pop. Yeah, exactly. I'm very happy the guy got clean. So, to our main event, ECW World Champion The Big Show is out first. No one gives a shit. The show chooses the pod with the barbed wire baseball bat. Ooh. CM Punk out next. People care quite a bit. Kill switch engage. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. A few little signs for Philip as he comes out. You're like, oh, this is fun. Uh, Punk chooses the pod with the steel chair. Does he not know Crowbar's in the other pod? He can have a tag team. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke because Crowbar, WCW. Uh, Tess and his utterly fucking awful new theme song come out next. Literally, the crowd are silent. <laughs> It's that, kind that's of embarrassing. the testicles couldn't get any tickets to come and support him when that was his gimmick. Oh, those his fans, the testicles. That is right when Stacey Keebler was oh, his manager and they said that they've <laughs> got the testicles. Oh, I remember. Yeah, cool, cool. This, the so testicle test- in this main event, apparently, because Vince McMahon was walking back past dummy promos for ECW and test cut the mother of promos. And then Vince's like, this guy's going to the moon and then sent people to go and do more stuff with test. And then as the pressure was on test, just shit the bed. And Vince was like, Nope, this is shit. So poor <sighs> test had like a, a, a coming out moment of a promo that Vince just happens to be in the, in the area for got pushed in this. And then, then it just fell to peace. And then obviously test succumbed to, uh, his vices, unfortunately. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Still, 16 years later, Vince is in charge of his own product. <laughs> you know I get that warm, fuzzy feeling inside when I fire people, especially around the holidays. Yeah, fucking right. So, um, Tess chooses the uh, tag team tonight. He's going to be with Crowbar <laughs> in the pod. And he looked like he was about to lick it. When he hands up, he was a bit like, ooh. Yeah. 
Bobbo out next, gets himself a little kiddo kind of face pop, you know, like the John Cena face pop, and gets a spooty bit of pyro. <laughs> I wonder who's winning tonight, Tax. Well, when you've got the budget for pyro, you know your odds are going to shift in your favour. Uh, when Lashley comes out, could you tell the difference between his and Tester's music? Oh, they just left it playing. <laughs> Bobby chooses the pod with the invincible table. <laughs> I am the table. <laughs> it very much is an I am the table table. It's a strange item to have in a pod, isn't it? We talked about it a little bit earlier, but well, I don't want to kind of not blow our spots. So extreme. Yeah. It's not like you can like hit someone with a table from a pod. You know what I mean? As you're coming out, like you can be like, ha here's a table. Well, it's a good thing they didn't because that could have cut someone in half, as we'll see shortly. Good God, this yeah. table. So, starting the match will be Bob Holly <laughs> and Rob Van Dam. Show, Test, and Holly are in cahoots, Tax. Did you know? Goddamn heels. Mm. So, even the RVD thumbs on the, uh, the entranceway and stuff uh, doesn't really get much of a response. Merry Christmas, everyone. Here's a massively disappointing chamber match. Hooray! La, 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 la. Five minutes of Rob Van Dam and Bob Holly wrestling is over. Thank God. <laughs> uh, I've written Pod gets let us out of his pod. Who's next out of the pod? <laughs> punk. It's there we go. Punk. The popular young baby face. Yeah. Unprotected chair shots. I mean, in Venice, it wasn't even a chair shot. He just threw it in Holly's face, and you would. Yeah, there's more than one here as well. Like. There's this element of like, oh, we're hardcore. Take him in the head. No protecting still in 2006. Well, know, like, it was ECW. uncomfortable. We can't yeah, have both sure. ways, Rich. We can't have just spooty no ECW and no rules. And when we get to the main event, we can't say, oh, yeah. it's not extreme anymore. It's just because they're fucking idiots hitting each other in the chairs. We can't go, boo, they're doing their ECW jobs. I completely agree. I take back everything I said. <laughs> but you're right. Stupid, stupid, stupid <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Aside from the unprotected chair shots, there's some fun spots with Punk and Rob Van Dam. What could have been, you know? Yeah, the the little leg drop onto RBD's head into the back of the chair. That was a pretty good spot. Sure. Um, wedging his hair in the, the, the wedged he- head in the turnbuckle, like when he set up Ooh, the chair. Vicious. That yeah. was a really good spot as well. Bleeding from Drop-kicking his right eye the... as well. So that didn't go uh, nicely for RBD. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder whether he bladed. I think he was bladed, right? It was above his eye, wasn't it? Not sure. It's not something that was, for me, overly obvious. All right, fair enough. Um, so, <sighs> triple down. This <laughs> is the five minutes run out. All three lads are down. And here comes Test. Accompanied by to Test. Jo- <laughs> to join the match. Rob Van Dam goes ham. Five star frog splash to Punk. One, two, three. Punk is eliminated. Refund, refund, refund. <laughs> vividly remember watching this at the time and going what oh no only dude I gave a shit about if Rob Van Dam doesn't win this I'm just never going to watch ECW again I vividly remember this being like a statement bit of going like okay you've got one more chance guys if you don't have Rob Van Dam win the belt at the end of this night I'm never watching this again was this before here I am in 2021 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was this before or after um survivor series where he got to team with dx 
Um, I think it's before. I don't know. I think I, it must be before, right? Because I thought, let's see. So that would have been Survivor Series 2006. But Honestly, until you brought it up, I forgot that was even a thing. Because they were crunching his name and then so like, Triple H gave him the gave him the mic and he was like, oh, uh, place where we are. Are you ready? <laughs> and uh, let's have a quick look to see if it was on this it was. I was right. 2006 Survivor Series when they, it was a oh, nice. DX, the Hardys and Punk taking on Rated RKO, Nitro, Knox and Greg Helms. So they know he's getting over. Oh, yeah. They're giving him a little opportunity. They've seen the crowd response, but they're still burying him as the first guy out of the chamber here. <laughs> I mean, I've only just glanced down as I saw another match that happened this Survivor Series. That I realized. Mr. Kennedy beat The Undertaker in a first blood match. Anyway, sure back, back to this poor booking, <laughs> as opposed to that poor booking. The thing is, like, I guess we can say it. Um, you have to get all the faces out of here because how else are we going to get Bobby Lashley over, right? Pinned first before all the other competitors are out. It's awful. <laughs> it's, this is the one guy with potential. And you're like, nah, 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 definitely not. It's. Not even a good showing. Mind-boggling. Like te- yeah, he's been awful. in the ring for five minutes. Test comes out, and this pretty much happens just after Test there. Five-star frog splash. And, and rightly so, the crowd's just all over it. Yeah. But next up is a really, really good moment where Test sets up Rob Van Dam for the big boot, but hits the boot on Bob Holly instead. Oh, no, he turned on his mate. Malfunction at the junction. For some reason, <laughs> test test then covers Bob Holly, and the ref goes one, two. Bob Holly's eliminated. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like he said, the ref literally went one, two, uh... and he's out of here. <laughs> that's how wrestling works, right? One, two. That's a pinfall. <laughs> four. I remember watching this live and being like, "This company's done." <laughs> I wonder, looking back at it, if RVD wasn't supposed to emulate Punk first. I wonder if this was supposed to happen first and RVD jumped the gun and Punk being a good good lad was like, right, once I take the frog splash from RVD, I'm out. This is also the point where I'm watching this on the network and going, I swear there was more than one botch as well. Because I think there was like two or three botches and they've edited them and I just completely forgot. I, I swear, the morning after the show, all the conversation was like, do you see it? They got rid of CM Punk first and they botched like everything. <laughs> Wasn't it funny? <laughs> you know? I mean, Tess had turned his partner, so that's, that's good. And in fairness, Tess should have got a big face pop. They've eliminated the evil villain, Bob Holly. Yeah, so, doesn't so, know, does he? <laughs> already though, so we've only had four people like four people in the match mm. and two of them the people who have been they're, they're out it's silly it's silly punk's gone bob holly's gone we're just down to two people and the show and um <sighs> lashley aren't even out yet rob van dam for some fucking reason when there's two empty pods well it's opposite the hard cam but you know for some fucking reason Climbs on top of the Big Show's pod, even though we've shown earlier in the night that pod can, Big Show can reach through the top of this pod. So Rob Van Dam and Test end up on the top of the pod above Big Show. Rob Van Dam gets thrown off of the pod, takes a hell of a bump into the ring. Test then 
does a giant fucking elbow drop off the top of the pod onto Rob Van Dam, and you're like, no fucking way. Test covers Rob Van Dam. One, two, three. Both CM Punk and Rob Van Dam have now been eliminated. Oh no. The fans were not happy. <laughs> Dude, this is that this is the end of WWE ECW and everything ECW ever, as far as I'm concerned. The moment they eliminate Rob Van Dam, you're just like, nah, nah, that's it. I'm done. See you later. Let's look at the positives though. Like test elbow <laughs> drop. <laughs> Just yeah, that was cool. Good. That was a nice spot. Yeah, sure. If they're gonna do it, that's at least do a big spot to like take out Rob Van Dam. But come on, dude. It's a good elbow drop. <laughs> also, so quick we're question. left. Quick question. So test eliminated Bob Holly. So is he now a face? I don't think they know what faces and heels are at this point in this match. Cross the line, mate. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we're left with test. Bobby Lashley and the Big Show for the ECW World Championship. Oh, wow. Um, Heyman Security stopped Bobbo from leaving his pod once the countdown's gone through. Because Bobby Lashley doesn't understand how to slide a door. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, where's the door not opening? It's not moving. Bobby Lashley is twice the size of that bash of holding that door open. And he's like, oh, I can't move the door. So to top this fucking awful show off, Bobby <laughs> smashes through the solid steel chains with a wooden table. Because, you know, that's how materials work, I guess. Wood through steel chain. You know. I don't know about you, Tax, but when I've got a steel t- chain to get through. When I'm I grab my wooden <laughs> table... <laughs> When I'm playing table chain crowbar, I know which one I always play. <laughs> I, I would burst out laughing. How did you react to this? F- fucking joke. But more importantly, I was like, oh, Bobo, you could have done a pull-up to get out the chains. Don't climb up. And also, right, the Bashams were holding the door shut. Bobby starts climbing the fence. So it starts climbing the inside of the chamber while I'm doing a pull-up. And they start going, no, no, he's climbing. Grab his fucking leg. You saw Big Show yeah. do it earlier. Where's the logic? And just just to clarify this point as well, like everyone is selling like the pods of these invincible, unbreakable walls of sturdiness. <laughs> At least in this paper, so the he has to escape this way rather than knocking through the pod. You know, keep that in mind for what's coming up next. But go on. <laughs> yeah, because we we haven't seen the glass shattered in any of the previous elimination chambers. I all of them. No, no, because yeah. this is extreme bulletproof glass. Big Show is pretending to bash against the side of it. It must be extreme and tough, you know? He's so cross, he's so hungry. So Bobbo smacks Tess with a crowbar in the tummy. Poor crowbar. Spear, Bob eliminates Test. So the face turn was pointless. Show sells fear. Heyman gives Bobbo a pep talk. Ah, just screaming at him, going, and going, it's okay, show, you can get him. As we wait out the last set of five minutes, because we weren't bored enough. Show looks really out of shape as well on this Mate, card. Yeah. He, didn't he does look, not look comfortable, does no. he? Like this point where Bobby's eliminated Test, and we've got like a minute and a half to go. And so we're left with Bobby and Show. You're like, okay, Fabit, cut to the countdown, right? But no, we want to build, because, you know, 
we've got a big show to finish. We've got to go for the full thing. The crowd is so disinterested. There is no tension building. They're just like, oh, get on with it. Oh, so funny. Show comes out of the pod and I'm like, please win. Please win. Please win. <laughs> At the time. Anyone but Bobby Lashley, for fuck's sake. In 2006. Nowadays, Bobby Lashley's fucking awesome. In 2006, he was fucking awful. Uh, barbed wire baseball bat in hand for the big show. Bobo has a chair to defend the baseball bat shots which show doesn't seem to understand. He doesn't have to go overhead. It's great dummy, illogical wrestling bullshit. Fee, five, four, farm. I so big and I very dumb. Yeah. Show Quote blades. <laughs> yeah, he does. And he blades so badly. Yeah. And then goes through the unbreakable pod tax. He then smashes through the other side of the unbreakable pod. Power. Show completely buries the pods. <laughs> ah, gimmicks. Great, innit? This, this was the point where um, <laughs> Paul Heyman shouted out the funniest thing. <laughs> Finish him off! <laughs> I just thought, ah, wank joke. <laughs> Taz calls Bobby Lesnar on commentary just to top off his night. Spear by Bobbo, one, two, three, and new ECW champion, WWE ECW champion. Brock Lashley. <laughs> yeah, Brock, <laughs> Brock Lashley. Uh, one word for how I feel about that is apathy. We're at two hours and ten minutes into the pay-per-view at this stage. <laughs> what a load of horseshit this show was. Jesus Christ. I mean, we get more pyro. Yeah, got a bit of pyro. Bobby got some as well. It was just... Oh, you mean at the end of the match? Sorry, yeah, there's a bunch of pyro for Bobby. Oh, yeah. I didn't even yeah. write it down. Yeah, sure, I remember Because Cele- ce- we got Bobby celebrating his big title win, the title feud he's about to go into his one with Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. At least it's still the original ECW belt at this point, not that silver hubcap bullshit they released but later. ECW belt was beautiful title. Um, yeah, the original one's great. Yeah, I mean, this was around the time, I think it was like $40, $40 so about like 25 £30, pounds, depending on where you ordered it from in the UK for a pay-per-view. Dire for two hours of content with wrestling, the total amount of wrestling, I think, on this card. I noted it down. So, I did note it down somewhere, but I think I've jumped to Survivor Series on my stats. Let me go back a few pages, because, you know, back in it. Um. So we've got one uh, one hour, so three quarters of an hour, one hour. One hour and 25 minutes of actual wrestling on a two hour and 15 minute pay-per-view. So 50 minutes of this pay-per-view were not actually wrestling. Yeesh. No, I've, I've, added, up my wrong, I've added up my wrong stats, sorry. <laughs> I've added up my wrong numbers. I, I was cool and added up um, elimination times. No, I've got, it's even bleaker stats, Rich, I'm afraid. So that's for 45 minutes plus another 15 there. So an hour, an hour and 15 minutes is the total. So there's an hour on this show that is not wrestling. See, you say it's an hour and 15 minutes of wrestling. I'm not sure we can call most of it wrestling. How dare you? Ariel sat on Kevin Kelly's face. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Probably the best way to finish the pod, if I'm totally honest. Uh, best way to finish something. <laughs> is, is, this pay-per-view is definitely one of the worst pay-per-views of all time to the point of so bad it's funny um i hate vincent man for sullying the ecw name with this bullshit 
he's a short-sighted, stubborn, old, attention-seeking egotist that just can't let anyone else have nice things. Uh, ECW died in 2001. Merry Christmas, everyone. Well, hang on. <laughs> you know, sometimes as well, so I've given you the before. Rich, let me give you some of the aftermath of what happened after December to Dismember. Do we have not, to? <laughs> not long after this pay-per-view. The Big Show was offered a new long-term contract extension by WWE of about a million dollars a year, which back in 2006 was quite a lot. He declined the offer, reasoning that he was burnt out and he was hurt. So on the first I ain't episode, wrestling on ECW anymore. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, the first <laughs> episode, me as much money in the world. I'm not staying <laughs> on this bullshit. The first episode of ECW, um, after this pay-per-view, uh, Big Show and Bob O'Lashley would have a rematch for the ECW title that the show lost, ending the feud. And uh, Big Show announced his retirement from wrestling, only to return two years later at No Way Out. Um, and after the feud of Big Show, Lashley went to feud with Rob Van Dam. Uh, Rob Van Dam got a title match. He obviously did not win because Test interfered. Um, Test then feuded with Lashley, led up to the Rumble. And then we got to WrestleMania 23, Battle of the Billionaires. And that, Rich, is how shit Christmas pay-per-views will be. But I'll ask you a quick question. Uh, may not be overly fair with COVID being rife in the world of WWE at the moment. Day one, New Year's Day pay-per-view. Good mm-hmm. idea, bad idea. What do you think? <sighs> I'm indifferent, to be totally honest, mate. I just don't care about anything WWE anymore. Um, yeah, fine, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, I, I like the idea it's on a Saturday, but what I'm most excited about it's Christmas Rampage. I get to watch AEW on Christmas night. What a treat. Yeah, buddy. It's nice to them. I think they already filmed it. They're not making their staff work Christmas Day, you know, like Vince did. You mean um, like real <laughs> nice professional people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, man. Like, I love a lot of what AEW are doing at the moment. Like, uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, don't hate a lot of what WWE have done this year. They've given us some really great matches. Uh, Volta, Ilya Dragunov, for example. Absolute killer. Um, they also did uh, NXT 2.0, so fuck them, you know? <laughs> like, it's six one half a dozen the other. But they did give us a Beverly on TV again, so it's not all bad. Yeah. Was he on TV this week, though? <laughs> don't know. Don't watch it. It's bollocks, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, where can people find you and your work and to enjoy your Christmas, uh, enjoy your work over the Christmas period? <laughs> Uh, you can watch my shit on Wrestle Talk and Parts Fun Known. You've got loads of Christmas content coming out if you're bored at home with your family or whatever. All under YouTube's. Uh, I'm at Fanboy Rich on Twitter. Give us a, a, a follow or something. How about yourself? I'm at the Tex Williams on Twitter. I realise I didn't work at all in 2021, so I'm technically undefeated in this calendar year. Um, and hey. I will not be accepting bookings in 2022 because there's a massive plague knocking around. But most importantly, yeah. follow the podcast on Twitter at World of Rest Pod. If you, if, if for some reason you're lo- searching for your podcast stuff and you found December Dismember as a, a jaded WWE CW fan, go back and listen to our archive, worldofwrestlingpodcast.com. And most importantly, what's the best way to send love in this Christmas season when you've forgotten to buy your loved one a gift? Head over to Amazon.co.uk, buy yourself a World of Wrestling Podcast t-shirt. We've got a wonderful Murder Clown stuff designed by your your good wife and, and our good friend Will Power. We've got our WCW logo. Did We've you just call Will Power my wife? <laughs> Only the way in dreams, you phrased mate. it was great. Only in dreams. <laughs> <laughs> that popped me so much. That was awesome. <laughs> Don't start those rumours on the podcast. Probably I'll leave it there. <laughs> it was really, really like, 
almost too professional up until that point where I, I popped it was so good <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah great job man uh, yeah so next week we're gonna do oh yeah at world of rest pod on twitter by the way um, next week we're gonna do PWG's bask in his glory right we have I started watching this awesome it's the last Reseda show in Reseda California and god damn I love me some PWG and I love me some Keith Lee so really looking forward to that and Rekaboni and Knox not uh, Mike Knox on commentary Rick Knox on commentary so okay. far been quite good so we'll uh, is it not is it not Excalibur on commentary it's Excalibur and Rick Knox two man booth oh right cool awesome Sweet. so we'll uh, we'll talk about that more next week if you are listening to this before Christmas and you are someone who celebrates Christmas have a wonderful Christmas have a good break spend time with people if you're allowed to this year because we didn't get to last year enjoy our podcast we've got a fantastic series after these spot shows genuinely i'm so excited about it because you fuckers didn't pick it <laughs> yeah it's gonna be awesome uh let, let's finish it by going easy dub easy dub let the party set the floor let the party set the merry christmas <laughs> We can take it, baby. You got to penetrate in the back, in the back, baby. Oh, I can see what you talk. Wait just a minute. Get, 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 get